Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Picking in the front seat, picking in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up, which seat can I take? It's like 73 degrees or something when I got in the car. That was a little weird. What, cool? Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like 85 already. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else right. noticed this. Cool and, maybe, and maybe it's been this way in the past and I just I just haven't realized, but you know the walkway going from the sign center over 40? Yeah. They have the, uh, the, uh, the air pollution sign. Like yeah. the air quality the air or whatever? Quality, air quality, yeah. And I think for the first time, and again, maybe I haven't noticed, but today it said unhealthy. What? Yeah, yeah I was advising to take uh, public transportation and do not fill up with gas till after 7 p.m. I've n- never seen that unhealthy sign. Normally it says, you know, not healthy for, you know, kids and the elderly or... Yeah, no, it scans each car and lets you know 
<laughs> Usually yeah. it says, yeah, the, the thing that I've seen is when it says uh, un, unhealthy, or not unhealthy, uh, unsafe for sensitive allergies yeah, or something, something like along that. those lines. Yeah, I saw unhealthy today. Bummer. Made me go, huh? Huh? What's it supposed to be today? 96. Oh, right. Let me, let me Staying look at, inside. Oh, let me look and see what... Uh, with the heat index is Stand inside. I got I got I got softball today and I know it's gonna be miserable. Nice because we got a six thirty game and the sun's like right nice. on top of us. I don't know, my allergies over the past couple days have been just wrecking me. Which is weird because usually I get destroyed by allergies wrecking and I've me. had zero issues. I wonder if it's like where you live since you live by those woods. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's particular trees and all that. But I uh I yesterday I was home and Got some Chinese food and took two Benadryl, fell asleep at 7.30. Two Benadryl? Damn, that's why you fell asleep. Recommended dosage is one to two. One to two. You went to the upper end of the recommendation. One to two. I had a movie on. I was like, you know what? I want to see that Tom Cruise movie, uh, American Made. It's the one where he's the drug runner Mm -hmm. back in the uh, early 80s. Drug runner and arms runner. It got great reviews. It was a great film. Did you see it? Yeah. I saw most of it, and then I fell asleep. You were in bed by 7.30? Yeah, well, what happened was I, I had eaten my food. I got up to my bedroom and put the movie on and fell asleep. Huh. And that was it? Yeah. Did you feel it coming along? Like, did you no. feel the Benadryl kicking in and trying to fight it or anything? No, no. I was out. Hmm. Out. Good for you. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, thank God I set my alarm clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I if I would have fallen asleep, unless I was sick, if I would have fallen asleep at seven thirty, I would have been up at eleven and could not go back. Yeah, same here. Yeah, fall asleep too early, then you're up and it's over. Oh no! Ugh. Oh no! I was I slept. Um, yeah, I woke up at some point. You know, I woke up. I was I was awoken by a text message from Uber with a te- with a code. Ooh, that's not a good sign, dude. Yeah, I said originally. I had said somebody probably accidentally signed up that has a number similar to his, like a phone number. Yeah, well, I and looked. I looked he at said my. It might be a verification code, like somebody trying to get into his. Yeah, account. that's what I'm saying. That's Ooh. a. That's a. That's a. Yeah. Well, I looked at my. Uh, a scam flag. Yeah. Look, it said. You better start changing some passwords. First, first of all, even when Uber sends you a code, it doesn't look like that. I don't think. Let me see. No, I, is... I I looked up the. I reverse looked up the number. Yeah. And it's Uber. Your, your wife wasn't using Uber or anything no. last night? No, no, no. This Ooh, is boy. at 12.25 a.m. Uh, just wait till one of your kids shows up from camp. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get home and the kid's going to be in the front yard soaking wet. Did you sign into your account and check yeah. it out? Yeah, everything was fine. No rides or nothing. I would change your password regardless. I'm changing it right now, guys. Make now sure you do now it to what? Do it to right one, now. Yeah, what two, are you gonna three, Say it out loud. Four, it's easier. How do you spell uh, chunky donut lover? <laughs> There is somebody listening that went, holy oh. cow, how does he know my password? Dan in the chat room says, I got one of those last night, too. Uh-oh. Anybody else? I got an email from Uber last night, but it's one of those, you know, like, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, that's why I got that same thing, too. Last night? Last night. Two days ago. Huh. Yeah. Uber hates me. I haven't heard from them in a long time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, nobody else got that? Why? Well, I looked up. I oh, looked up. William uh, got it, too. Say what? I looked up. I Googled Uber text code, and I really got no no answer. Uh, 
That's a good point. William, who in the chat room said that he got the same thing, said, and probably in a few days, we'll hear about it. Security breach. Well, mm. here, yeah, I mean, there's like a... Uh, here we go again. It's one of those podcasts that I listen to. I think it was probably the tech one that I that I sent you. Um, it wasn't necessarily up your alley, but it's all like internet and tech related things. And they were talking about. I this, like the internet. They were talking about this guy. <laughs> I was on it yesterday. Uh, yeah, that was. I'm on it right now. That was uh, that got an Uber. I like tech. I think he got a phone call maybe from a driver saying like, "Hey, I'm here to pick you up," and he's like, "Dude, what are you talking about? Where are you?" And they were in Russia. And what had happened was uh, there was a, I wouldn't even say a breach, but. But certain people were fished from a certain area, mm. and then it was all sold on the dark web to groups in Eastern Europe. And they were using people's Ubers and doing, like, short rides. So you're saying somebody in Russia right now is riding on my dime? Well, somehow they were able to cut off the email. You know, when you end it and it sends you an email saying, like, yeah. how was your ride or whatever they say? So it was like an interception or something? It was an interception wow. being, being run, so you never saw it on even on your app. If you look on your app and you're, you're looking for recent rides or something, it's not going to show necessarily. So hey. I would definitely look at that. Hey, now. Tony, look, Google Google it again. If it's all, all right. happening to if it's happening to multiple people in the same area code, uh, huh. yeah, I, you know, listen, I, I would be suspicious regardless, just because. Yeah, because yeah, I did look up the uh, I did look up the phone number, and it came up as Uber. What if it's Dick Cheney using your Uber? Probably. Account? Oh, man. <laughs> he he needs rides to and from the uh, server farm in Omaha. <laughs> he stays at a Best Western. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on this little uh, Reddit thread, somebody said, uh, account verification text spam with Uber at 10.30 p.m. I received a text, and all it said was Uber, and it was a code of yeah. a four-digit number. That's it. I checked my account. Everything was fine. Somebody said, log in and change your password immediately. This means someone has tried to get into your account. This happened to me three months ago. Within 24 hours, I had 63 texts asking me to verify my code. Wow. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to that. we're gonna have to do that. Well, texts are one thing. And the next thing is bye-bye money. Mm. My code is uh, radio guy 42069, so I'll have to change that. <laughs> That's why I had to go with 70. <laughs> yeah, you must be right, Moon, because it's all over the place here. Scams and stuff. Oh, speaking of tech yeah, and uh, social media and, and internet, Jeff had a funny thought upstairs. I think you and, uh, you and King Scott were talking about it. What's that? You put a picture of your dog up on uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. She was sitting next to me on the couch yesterday, just, just sitting there staring at. And me. oh, what a cute picture, guys! What a cheap way to get likes. Yeah. Too. Hashtag <laughs> dogs of Instagram. Hashtag, give me a like. Yeah. My dog so for has me, more followers than most people. So for me, what I was saying was, if I put something up of of whatever my life is or the show or whatever, uh, you know, if I get a couple hundred likes, it's pretty good. You know, three hundred likes is is that's when I start going, wow, man, I'm getting a lot of play on this. But if I put up something with my dog, this the young one, the uh, Rottweiler, you're fishing for likes, man, that's automatic like five hundred, six hundred like likes, me, guys. and I started thinking it was the. It's the band equivalent of the lead singer getting up in St. Louis and going, What's up, St. Louis? To get the cheap applause, you know. <laughs> he said St. Louis, yeah, he loves us. You know why? Because everybody loves dogs. Yeah. And everybody loves seeing dogs on the internet. And a damn cute dog, too. Thank you for saying that earlier, Riz. This dog, the Sit Radio said, has 2,200 followers. You know how long it took me to get 2,200 followers? Well, or any human being, really? Because everybody loves dogs, guys. That's it. You see a cute little dog, like, thumbs up. Yeah, this was 12 hours ago, and it has 552 likes. 
damn well worth it, though. Look at that. Look at that angel. Will and you? were there comments underneath it? Yeah, there's 14 comments. I mean, damn. give me an example of a comment. Uh, now, that's a gorgeous dog. There you go. Okay. <laughs> One says, uh, is that not Carl? Anybody criticize your dog? No, not so far. You're not going to see those. Adorable sweetheart. You're not going to see any criticisms. She's a good girl. Adorable puppy. And that leads me into into a guy, a, a, a reporter for the San Diego Union Tribune. He's a, a reporter. This guy's name is Chris Reed. And I'm not sure there's a faster way to piss people off than to criticize their dogs. Was he doing it to, to upset people? Or at least get attention? Was he trolling? I don't know. And this was an article he wrote. He had a column published on Wednesday with the headline, America, dogs are parasites, not man's best friend. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the uh, I Hate Dogs Quarterly, so this was... Sure, yes. This came into my... Are you still doing a column or no? I told you guys, man, I'm getting a lot of heat for my family to get a dog. A lot of heat. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of heat. <laughs> You're going to have one of those gold... Uh, Golden doodles. Golden doodles. That's what they want. That's what they want. I knew it, dude. That's what they want. (laughs) That's what they want. So hot right now. They're awesome. Why? Well, they they have a good disposition. They're good family dogs. They don't shed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my oldest. Yeah, that's a big ass dog. The only good thing about a poodle. There are many golden. Look up mini golden doodle. I'm sure I'll get crap for that. Okay. Well, what should I get? A Rottweiler? No. No. Yes. Poodle. Rottweiler. A get a Rottweiler. <laughs> you should get no dog. Well, that's that's happening. Or an alpaca. <laughs> get an alpaca. Until oh. you want a dog or until you like are ready for a dog, you should not oh, get one. Of course, one. it's going to be unanimous decision. Be- because so, you are going to no, resent not. that dog forever. Yes, it is. Okay, you're going to say that. But there's going to be one little piece that's just going to be severed. One little piece hanging on of, I really don't want this thing. And you know what that one piece is? Those are great dogs. But they're dorky looking. If it's in my house, <laughs> of course I'm going to take care of it. The, the golden doodle. Oh, yeah. And Riz is going to go, I, I, he's, he's going to be out of ideas to argue with, except for this is a dorky looking dog. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to fish either. But who's the one that takes care of Gary? Me. Yeah. yeah. Gare Bear. Gare Bear. <laughs> now, mind you, I don't hate dogs. No, you just don't want I one. I just don't want one. I'll pick up my no dog at Petno. <laughs> you can't say that because you have a fish. You 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 are a pet home. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Any pet that can be kept in a bowl on a shelf, he'll have. <laughs> By the way, getting back to the picture of my uh, my dog uh, Eloise that I put up, somebody now has put up the words negative comment. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this reporter, Chris Reed, with the San Diego Union-Tribune, column, America, dogs are parasites, not man's best friend. Basically, his argument comes from an article in The Atlantic back in 1999 where a scientist laid out a case that dogs really do not love us. (laughs) They just figured out that if they make us think they do, we'll give them lots and lots of food. Now, could you take out dogs and put in boys and humans and put in females <laughs> sure. and dog and, and food and put in sex? Same thing. 
This is from 1999. Do you think he was at like his grandma's house or something using the bathroom and that's the only magazine in there? And that's how he came across that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, after this, uh, this article was published in the Tribune in San Diego, the consensus online was, he's an idiot, that scientist is an idiot, and maybe anyone who believes all this stuff idiots of course strong argument my dog loves me deeply <laughs> and sincerely and you can all go to hell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a tear in his eye but he was saying that too <sighs> that's the consensus online mm-hmm. I, I do love that i do love that when people are like i mean i could just tell my dog was telling me this and my dog really wanted this and like no man the dog the dog just wants to eat dog just wants to eat man and then mm-hmm. eventually lay down in a spot that they have selected uh-huh well, and I, they got to figure it out. If, if you guys want to read the article, I, I printed it out for you guys. And if you would link it, Scott, yes, spin a few times, check the temperature of the floor. Look at me, I'm wagging my tail. <laughs> Love you. I mean, this guy goes into, uh, you know, dog owners pampering their loyal, loving, obedient, quote unquote, fur babies. Even though the dogs don't really understand what pampering is. Yeah. Do you think they care if they're wearing a Burberry jacket? <laughs> <laughs> to I mean, fit you got in, that thunder jacket at Walmart? Come on. To fit in here, I've you know uh, uh, subdued my my love for animals a bit. But you can ask my parents. Like I'm a major, major, major animal lover. I was going to be a vet in elementary school. That was like my mission. I absolutely love dogs. But at some point, you got to realize they're not kids. They're wolves that we bred the the the, the smarts out of. You, mm. you know what I mean? Like we we bred we bred the violence and the instincts uh, out of these. Or you so could have the view them. like Tony and I, which is I know they can talk. They just haven't yet. That's just you. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just, just that's just you're not on that board. You're no, not on that not one. So much. They are but awesome no. though. And it is fun to have a good relationship with a good dog. Oh, it's the best, man. It, it really is the is. best. It's, it's awesome. But the backup Jeff's claim, I saw a movie where the dog did that, so I know it's real. <laughs> uh-huh. so. Yes. They put the talk collar on and bam, <laughs> that's Tim it. Allen's a dog. Blended a few there. Yeah, they're, they're, yes. I mean, some of this stuff is really nutty. <laughs> what people do and 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 pamper these dogs with with uh, mineral masks and oatmeal <laughs> soaks. There's uh, pet hotels and day spas. Well, those are pretty awesome if you find the right one. Caesar Milan, you know the dog whisperer. He says, uh, "Not only are dogs generally not picky." As far as eating goes, many will gobble up anything offered by a human. So you don't need to go and get the most expensive steak out there and cook it medium rare because Sparky likes it medium right. rare. Ooh. <laughs> they'll just eat anything. You put it in front of them, they'll eat it. There's nothing more difficult for my emotions than seeing one of my friends post a picture of their dog eating like a birthday cake that says like their name. Like they're having like a birthday party. And I'm like, damn, that is really cute. And that dog is awesome. But what are we doing? <laughs> what an incredible way. What well, are we doing? Well, the, uh, the Union Tribune, their tweet about the column has 4,800 replies. 99% of them are angry. <laughs> oh, no. You know why? Because you're insulting people. Like, uh, I mean, people think you're insulting them. Anybody like uh, Trey Wingo from uh, ESPN? Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan. His, Former St. Louis guy, right? Yeah, his, yeah, uh, sure his reply was uh, to this article was, "Who hurt you?" <laughs> he's very, very, very dry humor guy. He's he's funny guy. Who hurt you? <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> Listen, I had a dog growing up. Was it an idiot or a good one? 
It was a cocker spaniel. Mean mother effer. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> really? Oh, it was, this was a mean dog. Mean to you or just mean no, to strangers? Or mean just, to strangers. Yeah. I had a poodle like that. Hated kids. Hated kids. <laughs> Hated them. Huh. Any of our friends that came over, he would chase them and, and try to bite them. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> I had a poodle that anytime anybody was knocked at the door or walked in, it would just go right at your toes. It was a, to the point where my dad almost put up a sign that said, if you're coming in here, wear shoes. Because wow. this little black poodle will just go after your toes, man. Yeah, those things can be vicious. Man. Oh, my uh, aunt and uncle had a Yorkshire uh, uh, Yorkshire y- Terrier. Yorkshire, Yorkshire Terrier. I mean, this thing maybe weighed five pounds and was the nastiest thing. Yeah, and yeah. energy to boot, right? I mean, energy, all kinds of energy, right? If you left if your strung. shoes out, goodbye. Yeah, I mean, goodbye shoes. Yeah, There's nothing more of a turn off to me than a dog that chews up your shoes, man. Yeah, not, not a, a fan. Not a fan. There's no use in doing that. It doesn't do anything. It's so funny too because the cocker spaniels, the only, the few that I've known, all vicious. The, the, vicious. The few York, Yorkshires <laughs> that I've known, all obnoxious. And the few poodles that I know are like killers. I mean, like they would kill things, and they were huge. And then you, you, you know, you get all these uh, uh, breeds that people are afraid of, like the Rottweiler and the Dobermans and the German Shepherds. And I grew up in, wedged in between. The biggest German Shepherds and the biggest, uh, most gnarly-looking uh, Rottweilers ever. And they were the sweetest, oh, nicest, the most beautiful, awesome creatures ever. I grew up with Shepherds, and now I have a Rottweiler, and they're, they're bad. They're so calm. It's yeah. ridiculous. She's I, I so chill. It was, it, I thought the article and, and the backlash with this guy was just astonishing. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee he, he You went after the dog community, man. That's oh, wrong. No, yeah. no. What's funny is whenever it's proved right, yeah. Well, remember it the was scientist. a scientist that, yeah, that, that hey, them. Yeah. dogs are playing us. Yeah. They know we're going to be suckers and give them whatever they want. A good dog owner doesn't want to hear that. It doesn't want to know that, honestly. like that That's like a, a, a ignorance by choice. Well, that's right. right. That's no, absolutely. Like it makes yeah. me feel good to think, yeah. at least, that the dog, when I walk by, starts wagging his tail and watching me like that. It's because she genuinely digs me. No, that's what I want something. to know. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Every, that's not it at says all. Pavlov's dog theory or whatever, you yeah. know, with the whole ding and they want to go get the drink of water and everything. Dogs play us just like that. Because yeah, if you think about it, your dog, thing is about. your dog cries, you give him a treat. The next time you hear your dog cry, you immediately go, oh, if I give her a treat, she'll be cool. <laughs> it's the reverse of that. Yeah. My radio was following me yesterday, and I really want to think, like, she follows me because she loves me. No, man, it's because I'm the one that feeds her. You know? Yeah, and exactly. Scott's the same thing. When Scott's home, radio is attached to Scott. Oh, when I... Same thing. When I go to feed Gary, he's doing backflips in the tank. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to kill you. We already found that you know, out. You know what? You Remember know those what? fish are violent. Yeah. You know what? This 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 really opened my eyes is when I moved in with my folks. Because when I was at my house, my dog, my, the dog that I first got, not with Krista, but the dog that I got myself, he was he's like everywhere I go, he's right with me. When I sit on the couch, he sits right next to me. Da-da-da. Now that I'm at my parents' house, and my dad's the one that like kind of has become he's attached to the dogs. See ya. I don't exist. You know, yesterday I sat on the couch. I go, come here, Wilson. And he just looked at me like, are you nuts? I'm not moving from here. Yeah. You, know, you know what he said? Anymore. You know what he said? He goes, you're not the leader of the pack in this house. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And here's another way to look at it, too. And it's my the middle of my three dogs is the worst at this because she's the worst bottom feeder is that she'll give a crap about where I am. But if I grab a plate of food and I sit in front of the TV, she'll come over and just sit there and stare at me. <laughs> and then, But as soon as the food is gone, she's out. She's yeah, gone. It's not ya. like she's coming to hang out with me. You got You guys just all prove this guy's article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog, but, but guys, I, dogs I, are parasites. I'm not saying it's not true what he said. I'm saying I don't want to hear it. 
That yeah. that's the point that Moon was making. Yeah, what, he, what he's saying or even also, and you know what? Who cares? Because she makes me happy. That's or, all. Yeah, I was going to say. You know there you that's go. exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Hey, guess what? That guy's article partially true, but guess what? I don't care because <laughs> yeah. I still love my dog. Yeah. Oh, he's not. I don't think he's saying not to love your dog. He's just saying get real. They're pack animals, though, and a good trainer will will train the owner to know that hey, this is the pack animal. They're coming here. They're responding to treats. They're responding to food. They're responding to this. You know, they'll they'll tell you just oh, straight facts, like, hey, this is an animal, and you are its leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to tell it how to how to behave. That's right, basically. And we need to outlaw the strollers that you put little. Now, come on, how can oh, dog in a stroller? That's the best. And now here is today's mattress direct team Riz member of the day. You know, it'd be great as if it was somebody pushing a dog in a stroller, but they had their kid on one of those leashes. Yes. <laughs> you know, was... we gotta do oh, we got, we we gotta gotta picture. That. We gotta do that. It's opposite day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Rob Kraus. All right, Rob. Rob. He is from Waterloo, Illinois. He says that he's been the longest listener we've had. What does he mean? Well, he says he's listened to uh, we well, listened to Jeff's old show and was here for the first Riz show. Nice. So he's the one who listened to the old show. That's the guy. That's the guy. He says there's no other radio station for him, and uh, we get him through his 13-hour day. And he says our podcasts are a lifesaver. And uh, he drives his truck all over town helping people with their cars. So I, I'm assuming a, a tow truck uh, tow Yeah, truck I think driver, he's a AAA guy. AAA guy. His picture, he's wearing a AAA hat. Well, thank you, Rob. Rob Krause from Waterloo is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets it super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Right, we got some of your emails after. I mean, I don't know how I connected that. He might well, be a AAA uh, driver. He's in a AAA uniform head to toe in his picture. Just a guess. Here you go, Sherlock. <laughs> That's good. That's some fancy detective work, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. I'm working hard. All right, 6.32 on this Friday. First look at the traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You are an ass. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, there's right. the pack leader right there. Coming at you. Was that your dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, my gosh. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Later on, real or fake results. Friday fail stories. We will blow out the rest of our prizes with a uh, rousing edition of Were You Paying Attention? You know, dogs, just one one final thing on the dog tip before we get to your emails. Dogs have a reputation for being a lot more loyal than cats. We could agree on that. Sure. For sure. But does that loyalty extend to their owners too? And I'm talking about cheaters. There's that cheating website, illicitencounters.com. And they polled their members to find out what kind of pets they have. Interesting. Is there a correlation? And apparently, cats are by far the most popular pet for cheaters. Wow. Cats are. And they broke it down for six different types of pets. So cats, according to this website, 26% of the members of that website own a cat. Followed by rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? Ah. Rabbits. Well, seventeen percent have a rabbit. Humping. <laughs> <laughs> all that's all that rabbit sex, right? <laughs> uh, then followed by uh, snakes, lizards, and, uh, and other reptiles. I was wondering when 15%. the uh, reptiles were going to make. They're it. humping like their pets. Then uh, rats, mice, and other rodents, twelve percent. Fish, nine percent. So of all the people on that website, nine percent have fish. And dogs, finally dogs. Only seven percent of people on illicit encounters said they own a dog, which seems pretty seems pretty low. Another fourteen percent said they, they either don't have pets or their pet was not on the list. Hmm. So I don't know if you want to connect the dots there, but Tell me, man. Dogs can talk. They're going to say something. My takeaway was all cat owners are cheaters. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great assumption. That's what I took away. Basically what you just said right there, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. This is Team Riz member Mark, uh, hoping you could help settle a debate here. Very, very large, very old oak tree that hangs partially over his neighbor's backyard. So it's in his, I guess it's it's coming out of the ground in Mark's yard, hangs over into the neighbor's over. yard. Okay. During the storms a couple weeks ago, there were multiple larger limbs that fell off into the neighbor's yard. So he went over and picked them up. Was that their responsibility since it was his tree, but it fell in his yard? Same, same argument goes when leaves fall every year. They rake them out of their yard, uh, even though it was uh, from, you know, mm. leaves from a tree that's technically in his yard. Just curious your guys' opinion. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I mean, the nice thing to do is help him take the branches out. Although, if it's over on his property. Yeah, I think you're right. That's the nice thing to do. It's the nice thing to do. But just what about the leaves, though? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think if the leaves fall on your side, it's it's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so too, and I wouldn't. So, complain so too what much was about it. the original question? Was what now? The a branches. St- a st- a branches fell onto the neighbor's yard. Okay. And it's a is tree it his, that's in his yard. Is it his responsibility to pick up the branches? No. Yeah. Not your responsibility, but I think it's the right thing to do. All right. So here, here begs another question. Let's say the tree got knocked down, and the tree fell on his house. It's Who, on whose house? On the neighbor's on the, house. On the tree owner's so, house or the no, neighbor's, the neighbor's, neighbor's house? house. So Mark's tree on his side fell during the storm onto the neighbor's house. It's Mark's insurance. Whose responsibility? We, well, Mark's. Mark's because nope. It, first of all, it's nobody's responsibility. It's an act of God. Therefore, it's covered by insurance, and Mark's insurance is going to be the one to cover it. Nope. No, you don't think no. so? I looked no, it up. It'll be it'll be I the other guy. Actually. It's the homeowners. Yep. Really? Because it's an act of it's an thing. act of God. It's an act of nature. It's not, but here's the thing. If Mark was cutting down his tree and Mark's actions are the reason the tree fell into the home, it's on Mark. Yeah, I, but I, that's I, I not looked it up. I, I, I actually looked up that scenario. Uh, most people assume that they're liable since it's their tree. However, this is not always true. When the tree falls over onto a neighbor's property, that neighbor should submit a claim to his or her insurance company immediately. Interesting. Well, typically, these trees that are falling are a few decades old, and they are not even planted by the homeowner. You, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. I planted a tree and then it fell on your house, I could see you being angry about it or me having this much more responsibility. But, I I mean, everybody's benefiting from the trees in the neighborhood, even if it's in my neighbor's yard. But by law, you have the right to trim branches and limbs that extend past the property line. Yeah. This, this is the case that just happened at our house. However, you, you the law only allows, like, tree trimming... You can't go onto your neighbor's property and destroy the tree. Right. (laughs) 
So you can do that without asking, is what you're saying? You yeah, can trim yeah. so you, if, if, if I live next door to Riz, and <clears throat> Riz has a giant tree, and four and a half feet of the tree, the limbs are on my side of the yard, I can literally go straight up from my friend, fence, take a, a chainsaw, and go right to those branches, and get them up out of here. Yeah, we have a silver maple, a large silver maple, that is right on the fence line, and it hangs over... I mean, 35% of this tree is over the fence line, technically. And mm-hmm. our neighbors, thank goodness, they're awesome. They came up to me like, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to build a fire pit, and we don't want to burn the tree down. Can we trim this? And they asked, and I was like, yeah, of course, do whatever you need yeah, to. And well, they, and they, in reality, they could have just right, yeah, went yeah, over they, the lawn. So knowing that, on the other side, we got a pine that's right on the neighbor's fence line that is the, it's the bane of our existence when it comes to the pool. Cut the branches down. You could. It'd be nice of you to knock on the door and say, hey, I'm going to cut the branches down, but... But you're saying legally you don't have to. Right. That's nice. Mm. That's good information to know. So, like, I mean, you you guys were at the house the other day. You saw that we put, you know, a bunch of trees along the fence line right. that mm-hmm. eventually will get big and go over the property line. And, uh, you know, we talked to the neighbor, who's a cool guy anyway, and he mm-hmm. said, hey, you know, these are going to get bigger. They're going to go over the line. And he said, cool, no worries. And then he goes... I'm going to cut those other bitches down. <laughs> it's called being neighborly. Right, yeah. Next. Uh, we got a couple of uh, uh, emails here. We got a bunch of them, but all about the whole deer population and controlling it, that sort of thing. This is... Uh, yeah, well, the the, the <clears throat> town of Creek Corps has, uh, has kind of put forward they want to relax some of the laws, some of the rules, when it comes to controlling the deer population. Yes. So this is Team Riz member Jeremy. While Tony was right to say that you can't run through a neighborhood shooting a deer, uh, that is not what is happening. I believe, if memory serves, a hunter must be in a tree so that an arrow will stick in the ground after it passes through a deer. Yes, that happens. No hunting from the ground. Also, Moon need not worry about arrows flying around the kids or accidentally being shot. Uh, Archers don't take shots that they are not sure about. Oh, that's putting oh, a lot of responsibility okay. on a lot. Of hey, don't worry, a hundred percent of archers. Don't. Yes, <laughs> uh, human beings that are uh, you know uh, archer. Hey, never archers make never mistakes. make mistakes. Nope, yes. never. Uh, sorry, they're Robin Hoods. Uh, let's see another one. He says here can't speak to the deer falling in Moon's neighbor's yard. However, being a deer hunter, and he goes on to say that deers don't just drop as soon as you shoot them. They can run two hundred plus yards after being shot, even through the heart before they finally yeah I've heard that pass. Too. So, oh yeah, yeah, I, I I I get that too. But let's say that's but basically saying this deer was shot within two hundred yards of this uh, these people having dinner. Regardless, nobody knew yeah. that this was going it's, on yeah, right there. It's startling. Also, Regardless, yeah. it's startling. We were talking about the ga- big game hunters in, I guess it's Africa. Uh, they yeah. pay a, they pay a ridiculous amount of money to the country slash government where they hunt. They pay for licensing and guides and travel and lodging. It's a major source of income for some of these countries. Riz, it is my understanding that yes, they do give the meat to the villages and local people all the time. I heard that. Some heard that. some uh, some cases it's required. I, I did that. hear that. And in fact, I heard Joe Rogan talk about that once on his podcast. Yeah. Joe Rogan's a big hunter. Yes. I, of- I'm just I, listen. I'm uncomfortable with shooting a giraffe. Sorry. From uh, and I don't know how true it is, and I'm going to look this up. 
But people yesterday were saying that the reason that she shot that giraffe, the big black giraffe, was because it was old and it already killed three other yeah, giraffes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I get like, it. It wasn't like, a, hey, this is big game. I'm going to kill this. This is awesome. Yeah, that particular was like, one was kind of targeted for yes. that reason. I know. Yeah, I right. understand. It just looks odd <laughs> yeah. with this woman kind of smiling over this giant giraffe something that you grew up thinking that you see those things in zoos and then you see somebody laying there with a dead one i know you have to go to these countries you got to pay and the money is supposed to quote unquote go to the villages and for conservation a lot of these governments are and and local and national wide are very corrupt who the hell knows where this money's going to right it's supposed to be going to conservation okay is it but is it yeah but I mean, it's one of those things like the picture, you want to respect the beast. So I wouldn't take a picture smiling with it. However, giraffe legs are obviously very lucky. So I'd put that on a key ring. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> lucky and the gas station you own for the bathroom. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that does, that does, it, it does make sense, you know, and I understand the fact that, okay, if you were set out to like kind of target this giraffe and that was, hey, this is, this is causing problems. We need to take care of things essentially. You don't post a picture online of you pointing to the heavens and thumbs up and yeah. yeah. You know, I mean it's just it's just an odd picture. Yeah. Well the argument can also be made on the other side to say like, hey man, nature's done a pretty decent job of just like dealing with it itself. Why are we the police for every single species? So cool, you stalked down an old ass giraffe and shot him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Grandpa giraffe just took a bullet, but you're saving the young ones. Well, uh, there's I, one I, other I just more uh, for me. I'm do what you want. Yeah. For me. <laughs> For me, it just, I, I don't know if I could do it. Like, you're not against Braunschweiger being in the marketplace. It's just not <laughs> for you. not something I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a hankering for that yesterday for some silly reason. Uh, one more deer email. Cool. Sure. Uh, deer, for the most part, talking about uh, deer on the road, because we see them all the time out in the Wildwood Eureka area. Deer are the most deadliest animal in the United States from getting hit by cars. Look it up. More people die from deer accidents than snake bites and animal attacks every year. I, I, snake bites. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Every day I see a deer coming in. Every day. Every single day. Yeah. Without fail. Remember, somebody has to take the top spot. That's true. Next. Hey, uh, this is Andrew. Hey, guys, caught part of your recycling conversation today when we were talking yesterday about what can and cannot Mm -hmm. be recycled. You look some stuff up. Just wanted to share a podcast with you guys. Missouri.gov puts out called MoCast. Episode 11 specifically talks about Missouri recycling. It's a good listen. Wow, that sounds exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know about the caps. I forgot to look that up yesterday. That's a changer for me. Me too, man. I've been making that mistake for uh, years. Caps on water bottles, caps on yeah. the uh, orange juice. The milk uh, jugs. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to know about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you, why are you still sitting in the driveway? Oh, I can't turn off this uh, recycling podcast. It's so fascinating. <laughs> also, he says, uh, Jeff, your brother pulled my brother's a cop out in Union. Uh, Jeff, your brother pulled me over maybe 17 years ago for speeding in Union. He let me off the hook because I was rushing home because I had to go number two. And I could see my house from where he pulled me over. True story wasn't an excuse. Great guy. Also, Riz, he says he's a See, former... See, not all Burtons are a-holes. That oh, is true. Yeah, Derek nice. is. Woof. Uh, <laughs> he's also a former Walmart manager at your favorite Walmart. Union? In Union. That is my favorite one. <laughs> Union and Owensville, he says he cracks up every time he hears you mention it. Yeah, wherever, uh, whenever I go out to uh, my buddy's farm in Owensville, i got to swing on through the Walmart and Union. 
Because <laughs> they got cheap ammo there. You know, if you are speeding, though, and someone gives you a ticket, that does not make them a bad dude as far as a cop goes. I'm sure there's a bunch of cops out there like, this guy just equated being let go with a ticket as this makes this man a good no, no, guy. No. I, I think more. Whereas <laughs> police was, are like, does he that was, mean everybody thinks I'm a bad guy every you, time you I get out a ticket? You say he was understanding that I really had to go number two and my house was over there. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying. And by the way, on what is it? What, what road is that right there? Is that? 50? 50, 50, yeah. Never speed through Union. Oh no, never speed through that. When you get off of forty four and take that never. right, oh yeah, that's no. Don't. And do I think that. the speed limit it goes up and down. It goes from like fifty five to to forty five <laughs> to forty. Yeah, and then you get to some of those small towns, like Buford and all that. Yeah, yeah. And when you go through the small towns, it goes from fifty five to thirty. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it'll go residential. And you go, meet like hmm, that. I see some of these cops. They're driving around in brand new Chargers. Huh, I wonder where they get the money from. <laughs> Dude, anytime, People speeding. Anytime somebody moves to St. Louis, we should give them a card. And it just has, don't speed through, and just has a list. You know, like uh, Edmondson. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, like a certain streets. Like, never speed here and everything will be fine. Maryland Heights. Uh, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a town of Rosebud when you go through. Rosebud, Take, Missouri? Yeah. Small little, small little town on the way out to Owensville. Along 50. And uh, it goes from 55, like, immediately to, to 30. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple on the way down to Ironton. Buford's the same way, yeah. Buford, I was, I I was thinking, like, like when, I, when I drove down to uh, Dallas a couple years back, it would honestly go from three-lane highway to within half a mile, you are in a small town. Yeah. And it is 35, and there's a stoplight. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And just all the where? police officers have brand new cars. I sat there and went, did I just turn? Did I turn? Where the hell am I? <laughs> I'm in another dimension. Yeah, like population is 50, but everybody's got new cars. Right. Oh, crazy. I don't understand. Next. Uh, this is Chris talking about our conversation about sweaty money. Remember, I said that I worked at the gas station where the ladies would pull the money out of their well, bras. There are, and we there had are other some establishments now putting signs in windows going, I will not accept your your sweaty boob Boob sweat. Yeah, no boob cash. Money. They're turning yeah. down milk money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's hot out. You, know, you leave the house with no pockets, and you put your money in your bra or in your sock. and It's gross, but... I can't remember the last time I left my house to go somewhere, especially if there was going to be commerce involved, that I didn't have a single pocket on me somewhere. Workout shirts. Yeah, I guess. So anyway, talking about that particular conversation, similar story. Cashier at a local grocery store, Chris was, had a customer who came in fairly regularly and was not what one would consider of sound mind. He would come in through the line. He was always alone. Uh, did not have a Bluetooth phone, but he would always be having a conversation with himself. He would scan the few items, and upon checkout, gave him his total, and he pulls out a McDonald's cheeseburger from his pocket, sets it on the belts, uh, opens the wrapper, take, takes off the top bun, and there was his cash, <laughs> right where the lettuce would be. He would hand me his cash, covered in ketchup and mustard. I always took the money, since I did not want to start a possible confrontation with somebody who's clearly unstable would place it in the cash drawer. When I gave him his change, he would put the change right back on top of the cheeseburger, replace the bun, wrap that it back up, place stick it in his look. pocket. It's literally his lettuce. The, uh, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, that's that cheese. <laughs> that's that cheddar cheese, baby. It, it, is a, it is a good spot to hide your cash. Yep. Nobody's really going to look there. That's from Chris. Was that a tip? What do you mean? To hide her cash there? Yeah, it could okay. be, I guess. <laughs> All right, next. 
Uh, this one is unsigned. All it says is listening to the podcast, Riz. I love your giggle. Oh, thanks. That's signed nice. Tony. Next. Shame we don't hear it all that much. Sure. <laughs> Uh, this is from Louie. Uh, hey, Jeff, whenever Riz wants to move on to the next email, it sounds like he angrily yells, next, next. And it cracks me up every time. So I just wanted to email you so that Riz would have to say, next, <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, Riz, uh, Mike, an everyday podcast weirdo here. Catching up on all the podcasts from last week has three things to bring up. Got to side with Moon and not Tony that Jurassic World 2 was pretty mediocre bad. Number two, okay. Thank you. Thank you. You, right? Thank you. you were talking about new movies last Friday, and Sicario Two was out. Uh, was one of them? Uh, yes, you all said you should watch two of those movies yeah, and check I them to see out. The first one says especially the second one is really fantastic. Josh Brolin and uh, who else is in that? Uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the first one's amazing. I gotta watch that. And this Mike guy had never heard of the Traveling Willowberries before, and said uh, after us talking about them, he's now a fan, oh, and really? they're awesome. Yeah, me yeah. too. You never heard of them either, huh? I don't know. I mean, not you know. I don't recall. Would that's, you give them a listen? I mean, listen, all those. Yeah. Boy, is it Tom Petty and Bob Dylan, Roy, Roy Orbison, Orbison, George Harrison? Jeff, was Jeff, Jeff Lynn. Lynn? Yeah, Jeff Lynn was in it. And their writing Lynn? sessions, like the history or hearing about them talk about uh, the writing sessions, is incredible. It was such an amazing room to be in with those. Yeah, guys. they would just be in a room and just write songs. Yeah, super cool. Next. Uh, this is Marcy, longtime listener, listening while in the car and then catching up on the podcast. Husband and her went to Imagine Dragon show at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Super great. Until they had to leave. Yeah. Well, Holy hell, what a mess. And I'm quoting getting there. Getting out of that parking lot? Yeah. 20 is it their first time there? I, that's what, the first thing I thought. If you're going to stay the whole time, it's kind of a built-in thing. It's just going to happen. Sorry. Uh, we've been in our car for 25 minutes now without moving and counting. Just sitting, watching time go by. What's Sad that the awesome night had to end with such annoyances. Just think, I mean, you got you got twenty two thousand people there, all trying to get out at the same time. It was a sold out show, and twenty five minutes is nothing. Yep, agree Try with that. Try parking over the Shafets. Now, here's what you have to do, and here's what I do when I go to the amphitheater: is I set myself up, knowing that if I leave with a crowd, I'm going to be okay. There might be a little bit more walking involved, but there's uh, opportunities for you to oh, yeah. get prime real estate no matter what time you show prime up. Prime real estate and 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 make sure your car's in a position where you can just pull out and go. Yeah, think about it ahead of time. Yeah. Again, like think I said, a little bit more walking involved, but you got to weigh your pros and cons. Do you mind walking a little bit longer, getting in your car and going, or do you want to walk a short, shorter distance and then sit in your car for an hour? Mm-hmm. That's on you. Or pay for VIP. Well, I mean, you could, do, you could do that, but, you know, make sure you position your car knowing there's going to be a crowd to get out. It's like even when you go to the uh, to, to the Enterprise Center. Look at me with the new name Ooh. for a blues game, okay? Where you, the game ends and everybody's trying to get out of that parking lot at the same time. When you get to the game, make sure you back into the spot. So this way, when you're ready to go, you just pull forward and don't have to back out and wait for people to... Kind of let you in. Uh, for the parking garage stuff? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just think ahead. And lay on the horn and scream, hot that coffee, always pregnant. always works. Hot coffee, pregnant. I have a pregnant pot of coffee yeah, in my hand. That's the best. In the parking garage, make sure you honk as much as you, uh, as much yeah, as you yeah, can. Yeah. And scream. Mm-hmm. And do the woo. Yeah, if it was a good game, yes. Make sure you honk and go, woo-hoo! <laughs> 
All right, thank you all for your emails. Events to tell you about uh, later on this afternoon from noon to two. Moon will be out at the QT in O'Fallon, Missouri with Out and Do Ice. That's right. Free samples. We got $100 to give away and then a whole bunch of point stuff as well. That's at noon to two today. QT, O'Fallon, Missouri. And then tomorrow and Sunday, Patrico at the Custom Sounds, their big tent sale in Bridgeton from a noon to two. You got it. That's right next to the Hot Shots up there on the Rock Road. More details, 1057thepoints.com. All right, folks, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So let me give you some local stories first. A silver advisory has been issued for 71-year-old Jerry Johnson. He's got dementia, he's got diabetes, he's got glaucoma, he's got PTSD. Oh, man. And he was last seen yesterday evening around 645 in the 12,000 block of uh, Apatera. Am I saying that right? P-A-D-E-R-A. That's La Padera. La Padera. This was in uh, North County. He's a black guy, 5'10", 220 pounds, bald, brown eyes. He left his house in a 2009 black Toyota Scion. And if you have any info, please call the St. Louis County Police. Well, I'm sorry. What was the area again? North County. North County. A firefighter was treated for dehydration while fighting a fire in North City this morning. And this is just after 3 a.m. The fire department responded to the 8700 block of Riverview for reports of a fire at a two-story building. I think a commercial building. Fire and smoke were coming out of the second floor. The fire wound up getting to the roof. And the fire was upgraded to a tool armor. Now, the St. Louis fire chief said the fire was, quote, very suspicious. And he said that multiple fires were set throughout the building. The and, alarm that... And it was a building for sale. The, the alarm... It's Ooh. pardon my ignorance here. The um, two alarm means two different stations or two different municipalities? Because I, I heard both. I think it's different municipalities. That's what I thought. I looked that up. Well, usually there's one station per, per municipality, so maybe that's maybe, sort yeah. of... Yeah, because I started that, I think they called it a six-alarm fire when I was a teenager, and I think that meant there was six different municipalities there. I used to be Or six houses. Them. I mean, there are different houses in the city. Well, okay, see, and that, I guess that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. let's say New York City, you know, however many there are there, what would it, what, what's two alarms? Does that Probably mean? different zones. A common misconception is that a three or a four alarm fire, for example, means that three firehouses respond to the fire. That is not oh, the case. Oh, I, I think I might know what it means. The most widely trucks. used formula for multi-alarm designation is based on the number of units, fire trucks, for example, and firefighters that are responding to a fire. Wow, it okay. is not based on how many firehouses or municipalities. It's all based on the response of the people there. So oh, there you go. If, if it's one fire firehouse, but it's everybody, it could be a three-alarm fire. There's oh. no such thing as a dumb okay. question. It felt hmm. dumb, but I think a lot of people were like, oh, look at that. Hmm. I had no idea. I say we wrap this up. I mean, right. We can't do any better <laughs> we'll than that, can we? Hell of a week. Thanks for the info, Tony. We're out. All right. See you guys. Uh, speaking of fires, around midnight last night, an 80-year-old guy from Belleville was woken up by the sound of his front door being kicked down. So imagine yourself in bed. You're fast asleep. You hear the front door of your house being kicked down. (laughs) It's awful. And this guy has lived at the house for 53 years. He grabbed his 9mm pistol 
and walked down the hallway towards the front of the house. And then he aimed at the people who'd kicked down the door. And it was the cops. And his house was on fire. Oh, my gosh. They were there to get him out. Oh, jeez. A fire had started in the back of the house, spread to the garage, which, by the way, totaled the car parked inside. And as the fire started, the neighbor saw the flames and called 911. And when the cops got when the cops got to the house, they tried to get inside, but the door was locked, so they were forced to kick it down. And this ah. poor homeowner had no idea his house was on fire. Wow. So he he didn't hear anything until the door. Yeah. So Whoa. like he's got a gun pointed at the cops, so they're like, Your house is on fire, and he's like, Oh, my bad. Or is was there I mean, does it go into details as what happened next? Because I mean no, that he, is he, a, I think he realized they, See, that's the a, cops yelled at him to put the gun down. That is a legit, like, terrifying situation. Like, For everybody involved. Yeah, because the police have no idea what this guy's going to do. And then this guy's like, I don't know that you're cops. Yeah, you could be dressed as a cop. He, he put his gun down and got out of the house. This guy forever has a great answer if anybody ever asks if he's a heavy sleeper. <laughs> My house was on fire. I had no idea. I mean, that's the answer. But kick it open the door, though. That, that woke him up. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah. A St. Louis jury has awarded nearly $4.7 billion in damages to 22 women and their families after they claimed asbestos in uh, Johnson & Johnson talcum powder caused their ovarian cancer. Now, yesterday, jurors awarded the women $4.14 billion in punitive damages and $550 million in compensatory damages after the six-week trial here in St. Louis at the St. Louis Circuit Court. The argument was that Johnson & Johnson knew its products contained asbestos and didn't warn employees. I'm sorry, didn't warn, didn't warn uh, consumers. And, and they knew this for 40 years. Wow. Now, Johnson & Johnson says that all their products are safe and will pursue, quote, all available appellate remedies. Now, of the 22 plaintiffs in the case, five are from Missouri Six of the 22 have already died from ovarian cancer, including two from Missouri. Here's, and this is a question that uh, that my old man asked yesterday, and and I couldn't give an answer. How how do you how do you, they know that this like how do you get tested for this? Well, I think when they made the connection, yeah, but like uh, who's to say they say it's been happening for 40 years? So do you keep every receipt that you have ever bought that it says that you oh, bought so a Johnson Oh, so in other words, how do you jump product? in on the, on the lawsuit? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like how are these women going, well, this is the direct correlation right here? Well, they, I think some of these women used the baby powder every day, developed the cancer, and during an investigation, they found internal emails from Johnson Johnson trying to... He's he's saying how I'm do saying you how, that like how does the woman how does a, how does a woman go to like so I go to I'm I'm a female I go to my doctor and he goes you have ovarian cancer and I go I bet it's from Johnson Johnson talcum powder and they go yep you're right well I, somehow you need to prove that you use this stuff yeah, yeah. That's, that was my question I want to know how these women are like uh, and, and and I'm not saying that they're lying I just want to know how how it is actually tested like is there a special thing that they do like a swab and go yep it came back for Johnson and Johnson powder isn't talc in in talcum powder supposed to be bad for you as well I have no idea I remember seeing the the commercial running for the attorney's places saying hey if you are a loved one well with, with any, the talcum powder I remember with any this. with any product if there's a lawsuit well I remember I was how could you how, yeah, I mean how can you really prove that you that you use the product. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Huh. Good point. 
Well, for like a Red Bull, they need it. Like, remember when Red Bull did their whole lawsuit? I was like, my wife drinks a ton of that. I'm going to go do this. And you needed barcodes and receipts. For a class action lawsuit? Mm-hmm. Uh, 32-year-old Victoria Woodard. She's from uh, Washington Mo. She is in some trouble. Oh, boy. So Washington police were called out to the 600 block of Walnut Street for disturbance. And there was a tow company. They were there trying to repossess Victoria's car when she got inside and refused to get out. And then she started the car up, put the car in reverse, and tried to back the car out from the tow dolly attached to the tow truck. So the tow truck driver raised the tow dolly to stop her from driving off. Holy cow. So imagine this standoff going on right now. And police tried to stop her from leaving, but she refused and then tried to spit at the officers. They used a baton to break the passenger side window. And according to the uh, to the police report, Victoria picked up broken glass and threw it at officers, hitting one. She was tased and arrested. She was taken to a hospital where police say she uh, continued, uh, continued to uh, verbally abuse them. She was angry. A little bit. She really likes shot? that car, huh? I haven't seen it. Uh, looks angry in her mugshot, too. Been charged with third-degree felony assault on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest, and two misdemeanor charges for assaulting police officers. Boy, this is a very sad story here, guys. And, and uh, new parents are always warned about this. You put a newborn in the, in the bed with you, and God forbid you roll over on it. It could end in tragedy. Like, as new parents, everybody's heard that story. Yeah. You've heard those horror stories. So 28-year-old Katie Sieb and 30-year-old Brandon Fisk were charged with endangering the life of a child after the two-week-old baby died last month. So back on June 16th, police in Collinsville were called out to their house on North Keebler Avenue. They found the two-week-old unresponsive. They tried to perform CPR, but the baby couldn't be revived. And during the investigation, police found that one of the parents, I'm not sure which one, put the baby in bed with the other parent who was sleeping. And that parent found the baby dead the next morning. I guess they rolled over onto it. And police said they were drinking the night of the incident, and that caused the death of the child. They warn you about that all the time. That's one thing we never did. Never. Ever. The co-sleeping? Yep. Never. It wasn't until about three months ago that our daughter ever, like, even took, like, a quick nap in our bed. It just never happened. I mean, you think you think for 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 the ease of, you know, just, just wanting the kid to sleep, you put the kid in bed with you, and God forbid you roll over and the kid, you yeah. know. That that was my thought. No matter what, like, and, and even to this day, if if you know my daughter's in the bed with us, I'm like, I'm gonna crush this kid. If I turn once, it's over. Uh, the CDC uh, said yesterday that 27 more people have gotten sick in a multi-state outbreak of salmonella linked to the recalled Honey Smack cereal. Is your dad still eating the Honey Smacks? No, he's gone. They're done. All right. He's now on. Uh, Whatever the Millsville version is. Because your dad, you know, mm-hmm. has, has got a thing. Nine o'clock every night, is it? It's Bol- around there. Bolani yeah. smacks. 
every night. So this brings the total number of people sick to 100 people since March, although the outbreak was not announced until June. And you know the symptoms of uh, salmonella? Diarrhea, fever, abdominal cramps. And the symptoms usually start showing themselves 12 to 72 hours after exposure. And the first cases of this particular outbreak began on March 3rd. And by the way, you'll be sick for about a week. And although most people get get better on their own, some may have to go to the hospital because the diarrhea is so bad. You get dehydrated. Now, nobody in Missouri has reported being sick and only one person in Illinois. But the U.S. Food and Drug Administration told people yesterday to avoid eating honey smacks. Like, do not eat honey smacks. And in fact, they also told retailers to pull it off the shelves. If you want a nice uh, substitute, my dad swears by the Malto Meal Golden Puffs. (laughs) Where you get twice as much as a box. Who's their mascot? There is none because they don't waste their money on that. They just keep it on quality and taste. (laughs) That's right. Still need a mascot. And not having salmonella. (laughs) Now with no salmonella. What's honey smacks? Is that sugar bear? Uh, that's a frog. No, it's the frog. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Smacks. The red, red box. Yep. And uh, you're thinking of Golden Crisp. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Which is Sugar Bear. Which, by the way, exact same cereal. <laughs> Golden Crisp and Honey Smacks are the same. I mean, they damn near taste like different it. Different shape. I thought. I thought the the Honey Crisps were like a waffle kind of shaped. No, oh, you're, th- you're thinking honeycombs. Honey, honeycombs. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what I have at home right now. Honeycomb. Who's the honeycomb face? Who's the face See, look, of the it's of a honeycomb? bear? It's the bee. Oh, is it a bee? It's a bee. Well, mine's the. Well, that would so make that's sense. That's honey smacks. See, they look like a. Yeah. Uh, that's the frog. Yeah, red box. Then, is it? Uh, are they still using those old '80s characters? Yes. That's awesome. And then golden crisp looks exactly the same. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was corn pops. No, these are golden crisp, bro. Corn Who? pops are yellow. Yeah, duh. Come on, bro. Oh. So they still use color? a toucan Sam for the Fruit Loops. He's still doing his thing, right? Still I think so. I think he's in a contract dispute. <laughs> you know, I've never had any of those. You're missing out. Honey smacks are good without the salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> Rather add that myself. I like some honey smacks. Hold the salmonella, please. And uh, one one final thing before we hit the break. Did you hear about this Build-A-Bear thing? No. Yeah. So yesterday, Build-A-Bear Workshop ran a special sale where kids could get a bear for the price of their age. Which is a great discount. Since the bears usually run at least 20 bucks. Unfortunately, it's summer, which means kids aren't in school and parents need something to do with them. So everyone got the memo about the sale. And massive crowds showed up at Build-A-Bear stores all around the country. Oh my gosh, that's what that was. I mean, there were pictures from the West County Mall and the Galleria that were... Yeah, a friend of mine works there and showed a video. And it was... I've never seen a line like that in a mall since... It was... Insanity. Does it make me a bad parent that if my kid was still around that age, that would be the day I wouldn't go there? I, I, I think of the same thing. Yeah, I, I couldn't see myself ever waiting in such a line. Uh-uh. That it's funny we had this exact conversation. I say, you know what I would do tomorrow? I'll spend thirty five dollars on a build a bear because I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah, I get it. it's a great price. Again, pay your age, but the lines were hours long. We're talking hundreds or thousands of people at each location. And the stores started running out of inventory fast. And according to reports, things were descending into, quote, madness. So did they you, pulled the plug. Did you mention St. Louis's own? St. Louis's own Build-A-Bear. 
I'll say my Build-A-Bears. They yeah. pulled a plug on this thing. So at around 11.30 Eastern time, so 10.30 here, they posted messages on their social media saying they were shutting down the promotion for, quote, safety reasons. Can you imagine being in the line for X amount of hours and then you check Twitter and that and you see that? Well, you want to hear some audio? Here's, here's some moms online melting down. This is crazy. This is a crazy event. You better call somebody real fast. Because we're about to have a and you want to keep in mind that all of these screaming parents most probably have all of what with them their kids with yeah them. of course you're paying you're paying the age oh yeah in the in the line that i saw every everybody's with mm-hmm. the kids yeah Clearly. so there's you don't, you don't not only the violence but the all kid. the screaming and the cussing yeah yeah oh yeah they definitely have to have their kids because if i show up on my own i'm paying 32 dollars for a bear if i yeah. bring my three-year-old i'm paying three bucks Mm-mm-mm. That's one of my never pet underestimate the passion you can inspire with a four dollar teddy bear. Come on, man! <laughs> but you kiss the heart before you put it in there, though. Meanwhile, over at Walmart, there were hundreds of bears that came pre-stuffed and no lines. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you stand in line for that long for what? For a twenty dollar bear? For is happiness. it just? Is it just something to do? There's nothing. But think about my young kids who, who would, when they're, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe would want one of these bears. Can you imagine being with your child in a line for two hours, three hours? No. It sounds like an absolute nightmare. An absolute nightmare. Yeah, because as soon as the kid gets it, by the time you're home, they're like, yeah, I'm done with this. Right, yeah. exactly. Three years is going to be in your garage sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hey, what's with the bloody bear in the corner? I don't know. Remember, oh, boy. remember the pay your age promotion? Oh, uh, yeah. It got nasty. It yeah. got nasty. Uh-huh. The Rizzuto Show. Yeah, we were just talking about that build a bear thing. How that pay your age promotion went sideways. Yeah. Big time. They had to shut it down. All across the country. They had to shut this thing down. And Andy on Twitter, great point. There is not a stuffed animal on the planet that would justify standing on a line like that. <laughs> I mean there were hundreds, thousands of people. Well, one good thing, you know, build a bears inside malls. Malls are looking for more people. That's true. Yesterday was your day. That is very true. Maybe some of those police officers bought things while they were there. Uh, they're, they're, arresting they're, people. There is a little I bit. I don't of, think there was anybody arrested. No, I'm joking. There is a little bit of good news, though, because uh, they actually uh, are giving people. Well, I want to say the Build-A-Bear is making good. Yeah, they're giving people a $15 voucher, uh, and this is valid only in the U.S. and Canada. And if you go, if you just type in Build-A-Bear pay your age voucher it's like one of the links that pops up right away uh but you got to go to this website print out this coupon by midnight on july 15th and then uh, it's only valid for in-store purchases so by midnight sunday print out the coupon and 15 bucks and it says here that the bears normally cost between 10 to 25 dollars depending on the bear you get it's the accessories that'll get you there you go and if that's if that's not your thing 
I heard somebody about what, else is doing pay your I age. heard about what Chuck E. Cheese is doing today. Charles, this sounds like yeah. a terrible idea. Charles Edwin Cheese has <laughs> announced Cheese. that uh, what they are doing is for 30 minutes today, you can pay your child's age for 30 free minutes of play. Okay. So today at Chuck E. Cheese, for 30 minutes of, of playtime, you could pay your kid's age. Okay. This is what they put on social media. And again, this is Charles Edward Cheese. He said, didn't get to build a bear? Come on in, 713. Pay your child's age, and they will get 30 minutes of all you can play. Offer available Friday, 713 only. Yeah, you know, because there's nothing ever, and this is ever only, bad happening at Chuck E. Cheese. Only for kids <laughs> nine and under, by the way. <laughs> only for 30 uh-huh. minutes, is that what you said? Uh-huh. So all we need is all these people actually hurrying as well. Now we need them running around. That's right. Great. <laughs> is uh is family more important than money depends on how much money i mean yes <laughs> why are you laughing jeff because <laughs> i still haven't decided <laughs> there is a uh, there's a woman named barb reddick she lives in nova scotia up there in uh canada you know america's hat <laughs> and uh her town runs a local lottery that works like a raffle with a huge prize and then, you know, a bunch of smaller prizes. Well, on Wednesday, she won the jackpot with her nephew, her nephew, Tyrone McInnes. Both their names were on the ticket, so they split the prize of $930,000. And they each got checks for half. They took smiling pictures, you know, and that should have been their happy family moment. All right. But yesterday, Barb made a hell of a left turn. She says she told her nephew they could split the consolation prizes from the lottery, but not the grand prize. So she's going to sue him to get his half of the money. Rotten. Wow. She says that she doesn't think he deserves the money, and she only put his name on the ticket, quote, for good luck. Because he's like a son to me, he was. And she started an argument right in front of the news cameras. Here's what that sounded like. I said split. I said split with the 50-50. Not with no JCAs. I'm taking them to court. I'm getting my lawyer tomorrow. No, we did not. You know what agreement we had? This is during the check ceremony. Wow. Tema, wait a minute. That's the woman? Yeah, thank you. I was going to ask okay. that same question. Yeah, it's the woman. He ready want to buy a truck. That's what it is. You keep my name in the milk. I'll tell you right now. You and Tyrone's ticket? I put his name on the ticket for good luck. Why did you do that? Because he's like a son to me. He was. You put on a name for good luck, you say? Yeah. Obviously, he was lucky then. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was lucky. But not for a half a million dollars. You don't think he deserves it? No, I don't think so. Wow. Thanksgiving's going to be weird, man. And by the way, she's as hot as she sounds. Dude. So she He's did, young, by the way. She did put his name on the winning ticket for good luck. But he doesn't deserve it, so she's going to sue. Well, she got the money to do it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, so she's going to waste all her money on lawyers. So I was just going to say that, man. The amount that he would get, she's just going to give to a lawyer instead. Well, so I he, they're supposed to be polite up there. So he Canada. was, the, yeah, uh-huh. in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Uh, so he was 
at the ceremony. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture of them. Yeah. With oh yeah, he's on the, the ticket. Chair. He's a winner. Right, but I'm saying so while she's just doing what you know, being her, what was he doing? I don't know. Just standing, I just going. So. Uh, it's Aunt Barb. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Barbie Barb. and Aunt Barb. Uh, you know. Aunt, I mean, they I mean, took a know. picture of them both holding the check. Yep. There's yeah. the big check. She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Sorry, no. She hit him with a <laughs> hockey stick. <laughs> uh, hey, remember uh, Chase Bishop? He is the off-duty FBI agent who accidentally shot a bystander at a Denver nightclub. Well, he oh, was dancing, right? Yeah, he was doing the backflip. Uh-huh. He's facing charges of second-degree assault, but he's also getting his service revolver back. A judge just cleared the way for Chase to reclaim his gun, which he inadvertently fired while dancing after the man who was uh, wounded declined to object. I didn't realize that FBI agents are required to be armed at all times unless instructed otherwise, which is why Chase was packing while partying. It changes the story a little bit, but still. Uh, he was doing a little packing party? It definitely changes the story. For me, it yeah. does. I mean, the fact that he's required to carry a gun, but you are not required to do backflips. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was douchey, but I mean. Nah. At least the gun wasn't there in a rogue way. You know yeah, what I mean? You know, That's, right, right, right. If you know helps. you're packing, that kind of eliminates you from doing sure. kind of uh Gymnastics. So really, to me, there was one bad decision, doing the backflip. It wasn't two, you know, having the gun in a rogue yes. way and, and the backflip. Yes. Yeah. It does change it a little. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't change the fault or in any way. Yeah. Just how I view the fault. It's still dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still yeah. dumb. I'm not making we could agree. Excuses. We we could agree on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still yep. dumb. Right. I just think that that's an important thing to have in the story. Um, We work in um, in an industry or at least are part of the industry, where we don't have to get dressed up for work. We don't? I mean, thank the lard. Yeah. Tony's wearing pajama pants. Right. That's not true. On his head. Yeah, with SpongeBob (laughs) on him. Yeah, Tony's wearing SpongeBob (laughs) pajama pants. And Riz has got a bow tie on right now. (laughs) Well, everybody knows that's not true. I don't even own pajama pants. This one does. That's not true. And if you are in 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 a business... In an office where you have to get dressed up, here is a way to get your boss to go with a more relaxed dress code. Tell him, you know, that annoying tie you have to wear is literally making you dumber. Hmm. Because there's a new study. A new study scanned the brains of 30 men. Half of them wore neckties while they were being scanned, and half didn't. And wearing one constricted the veins in their neck so much, it reduced the blood flow to their brains about 8%. Wow. And that's enough to potentially slow down your brain's processing power, or worse, in extreme cases, it could cause a stroke. Wow. Dang. I love wearing a tie, but I have a fat neck, and uh, the my, my issue is fine. I does say that about you. Look at yeah. this fat neck. I do have a, a very big <laughs> neck. Is that a pH, or is that Especially when, you get, when, when I'm singing, like pictures of when I'm singing, my neck is enormous. Look and at that fat neck. My, my issue is dress shirts. <laughs> it's hard for me to get a dress shirt without spending a ton of money with the right size neck. Do you guys like wearing ties? I do. I don't mind. I do, too. Yeah, I I'm okay like it, with it. Yeah. But I definitely notice it hurts. I, I don't mind... Maybe if I wore one every day, I would mind. But on the on the occasions you got to kind of dress up, I'm yeah. all right with it. But the good news is you're probably fine as long as you don't wear your tie really tight for long periods of time. Just loosening it a tiny bit 
should help you avoid any issues. The guys in the study had to tighten their tie to the to the point of quote slight discomfort. So as long as it's somewhat loose, you should be okay. And if you're thinking, boy, I'm a lady and I don't wear ties, I'm all good. There's another study and one that found your bra could be giving you headaches. Apparently 78% of women in the world wear the wrong size bra. And if you're one of them, it can add stress to your shoulders, which can lead to headaches and back and neck pain. So you're better off going braless. That's I, what I, I that think. Was, that was Jeff's That's joke. Yeah. Might as well wish you to get a big old bonfire. And burn them, huh? burn the bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, scammers have feelings, too. Back in March, a person in New Hampshire got scammed by somebody overseas. And that scammer stole the person's identity and, order, and ordered a laptop in the person's name and had it delivered to a UPS location in New Hampshire. The next step was to get the laptop shipped to him overseas. So he posted a job ad looking for someone locally to pick up the laptop at UPS and ship it to him. And a 51-year-old woman named Jennifer Wozmack answered the ad. But when she picked up the laptop... She didn't ship it to the guy. She kept it and shipped him a full box of magazines instead. So she scammed the scammer. Do I got to go back on that? Everybody uh, got what happened? Uh, no, I got it. Yeah. I don't know if she knew it was a scammer who'd bought the laptop illegally or if her decision to steal it was totally independent. But either way, after a long investigation, the cops found her. And she was arrested for theft, for scamming the scammer. Here's the uh, local police chief talking about it. We understand how the various scams work, and we're always alert uh, to these scams. What they want you to do is essentially be a straw man uh, in, in a scam. So, you know, they may wave some money in front of your face to, to pick up an item and, and move it to a different location. Don't do it. The long and short of it is, if, if you have any questions, uh, you think something might be legitimate or you just simply don't know, pick up the phone and call your local police department and ask to speak to an officer, and they'll, they'll help you work work through. There's there's no harm in that. Yeah. Can you imagine calling your local police department? Yeah, this guy wants me to send him a check for $200,000, and then he's going to do he this and this. he's an Arabian prince. So yeah, I don't, I don't get it. That's true, huh? No, go ahead, miss. Send us the check. Yeah. I'll be fine. We'll take care of it. We'll take it. All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, 11 air locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals are coming off an off day and will play back at Bush tonight after a nine-game road trip. Cardinals take on the Reds at 7-15. This is the last series before the All-Star break. Uh, tonight, Carlos Martinez will get the start. Mm. Serena Williams and Germany's Angelique Kerber will play for the Wimbledon title on Saturday after they won their semifinal matches. The men's semifinals being played today. Rafael Nadal takes on Novak Djokovic and American John Eisner will face off against Kevin Anderson of South Africa. World Cup final will be held on Sunday. France and Croatia will kick off at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Who's the uh, Who's the favorite? Uh, I believe it's France. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You made a mistake there. It's the South Africa. The Iraq, the South, the South, the Africa. South Africa. Thank you, Boone. Thank you. 
As far as the third place game, England and Belgium will play at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, so the woman who called 911 after being beaten and robbed of jewelry in that home invasion told police immediately on the 911 call that she believes that it was LaShawn McCoy that set her up for the attack. And where are the specifics and where are things now kind of... Remember, everybody's kind of been like, he's really saying it, that he has nothing to do with this. So nobody's really saying, hey, we believe her, we believe him. Well, now they're saying she said that he ran like out of his way out the front door. And the reason he did that, no cameras out front. Everywhere else in the home, there's cameras. And the path that this guy took literally avoided every single like camera. Like he knew mm-hmm. where things were. Yep. Like tipped off. Right. Um, and she was on the phone saying that my boyfriend, who I feel like did this, who set me up, is going to see us on the cameras outside. We're breaking up, and he wants all of his jewelry back. And apparently the reason that she didn't leave the house right away is because she claims that McCoy was watching her on the cameras from his cell phone and was monitoring her, making sure that she did not leave the house. I mean, she was horribly beaten. Mm-hmm. So if this is true, this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. But again, we'll have to see what happens as far as this all plays out. Former NFL tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. has been charged with raping an unconscious teenager 15 years ago. Authorities say the 17-year-old girl was assaulted in 03. No other details have been released. Winslow hasn't entered a plea yet. The charge was added Thursday as Winslow was ordered to stand trial on charges of kidnapping and raping two women earlier this year in California. Both of those women were in their 50s. This guy is terrible. Pro Football Hall of Fame will not be acknowledging Terrell Owens individually during his enshrinement weekend in Ohio next month. Now, here's the thing. The director of the hall says that the focus is on the guys who are really here. There's no reason to bring him up as an individual when he's not here. However, he is going into the Hall of Fame. They will have his plaque. They are going to do like he will be included in the highlight reel, you know. It's just that since he's not there, they're not going to spend time on him. Wasn't he bitching that he wasn't in and they finally got him in and now he's not even going to the ceremony? Yeah. Yeah, How come you didn't invite me to your party? Well, you want to come? No. No, I'm not going. So he's going to be speaking at uh, his u- the University of Tennessee. You didn't, you didn't invite me in the first place. Yeah, he'll be speaking at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, which is his alma mater. So that's where he's going to talk and give like a commencement speech. Well, good for him. The Montgomery Biscuits, a Double <laughs> A minor league affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, will be millennial friendly when the team takes on the Mississippi Braves on July 21st. The Biscuits have made the game against the Braves millennial night, where the team will not keep score, give out participation ribbons. <laughs> Feature selfie stations and and promote napping and give everyone avocados. <laughs> Shockingly, in in the biggest form of irony, people on Twitter are pissed about this. They're furious. People re- responded to the tweet making fun of the day and the team's public relations department. They put out another tweet that said, "Hey, what you could do is you could submit your complaint to the millennial. Triggered. You could submit your complaint to the millennial night think tank." So they were saying, "Hey." Yeah. This is a joke. That pissed people off. And people demanded a refund. And some people said they were going to cancel their season tickets. Oh, God. Stop being... This is, this is the point. And Stop this is not so the butter. first time something like this has happened. In 2017, Georgetown Athletics put together Millennial Day for the men's soccer team, where there was a dabbing safe space, raffles, and Millennial Day also encouraged fans to take naps wherever they were. <laughs> That's freaking pretty funny. 
Um, this is crazy, too. Ever wonder what baseball would look like if instead of extra innings, they just said, hey, the winner's going to be decided by a home run derby? They did that in the minor league all-star game. So it went into extra innings, tied up at four, and they had oh, that's awesome. basically what they called a hit-off. Now, here were the rules, okay? Um, you had to, each manager got to pick a, a batter. So, like, you know, you're on the AL. Choose I'm on the your NL. fighter. I pick that guy, you pick that guy. They go up. They get two minutes. Home runs are worth 100. Hits to left and right field are five points. Center field's 10 points. Balls that hit the batter's eye, which is, like, where they would send somebody with a target, that was 50 points. It was cool, but not really cool because the two guys that, that were picked both sucked. And no. ended up, you know, obviously one team won, but it was, like, 13 it wasn't or whatever. Exciting yeah. as they thought it would be. In the majors, that could be really cool. Uh, the Quaker State 400 will race under the lights tomorrow at Kentucky Speedway. Race time scheduled for 6.30. Race will be shown on NBC Sports Network. And finally, one quick NBA note. There isn't anything official, and it looks like there's not expected timeline or date picked out yet, but the NBA is more than likely done with the one-and-done rule, which means you have to go to college for one year, and then you could be eligible for the draft. They're saying they're getting rid of that, and they're going to allow high school players to get eligible for the NBA draft. Again, no date or timeline, but the commissioner said that he is down with this. You guys hear that, that LeBron sign with the Lakers? I had no, no idea. I thought he was with the Miami Heat. Holy cow. I thought he was a supersonic. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. 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 Find them online at ninjabling.com. Where is uh, Fulton? Fulton, Missouri. That's oh, in our area. Yeah, that was out by, uh, you know, kind of Columbia area. So let's go to Fulton, Missouri. Right. And we'll meet 30-year-old Thomas C. Is that how we say his name? Or Thomas Say? I think it's Thomas Say. All right, Thomas Say. S-E-A-Y. All right, Thomas Say just got out of state prison on Wednesday. Got out of the state prison system on Wednesday. And he was back behind bars the very next day, which was yesterday. Now, a homeowner looked out on his back porch early yesterday morning and saw Thomas trying to get in. The homeowner scared him off. Thomas, who they say was drunk, left behind a knife, a baseball bat, some shorts, and his underwear. (laughs) The next stop for Thomas was across the street where he walked into a house completely naked. The two teenagers that were in the living room at the time yelled for Thomas to get out. By now, the police had arrived, chased Thomas down to behind a McDonald's restaurant where he was arrested. Now, police say he'd been uh, celebrating a little too hard after getting out of prison the day before. He's been charged with seven different crimes, including burglary and sexual misconduct. He was on parole and now faces the possibility of his parole being revoked. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. There you go. From Fulton, Missouri, Thomas C., or Say, I think it's Say. Regardless, here today's headline, who? Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. He needs a no man, like a no person. Thomas, say no. Thomas, no. No more for you. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's a correction to be made in sports. Apparently, it is uh, Michael Isner, not Eisner. And uh, somebody's all over my case because I said Wimbledon and not Wimbledon. Oh, I, oh see, you were talking about Wimbledon. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I, I thought you were talking I, about I know you guys were yeah, completely, was, completely like, thrown off. So I didn't confused. know if she was playing a different sport. Or? <laughs> all right, 802. 
get out of this Friday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You suck! Yeah, that guy, that person called in thinks that. I finally cut our cable in the studio. It's official, I, was just, uh, huh? I was just telling the fellows, I cannot wait to get up to the new studio. I can't wait. Yep. I am officially tired of being down here. I'm with you. And I've met a few other people, too, that I hadn't met before from some of the other... Uh, uh, you know, staffs uh, around in that building, and everybody's so cool. And everybody's very nice, and I just feel very disconnected. Yeah, from the rest of the company, I just feel like we're down here, and nobody cares. Right? <laughs> like nobody cares. It's almost like a reality show. It's how long can they last? Like I, like, I know, you know, everybody out listening. All right, you guys somewhat care, but I was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, you know. The other folks. Yeah. It's weird because when, you know, everybody was here and the old ownership was still here, we had everything we needed and we, yeah, and we basically yeah. have everything now. But it's weird because it's like the paper towels are different because they know that they have to send us some. Yeah. And the, the computer paper is different because they got to go send up, us some. We had to go up to the to the Hubbard building at Creve Corps to pick up soap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. To pick up a case of soap because there was no soap down here. <laughs> That's true. And they finally cut the cable in the studio. So, and it's not like we sat here and watched TV, but we we always had the local news on, right? Just in case there was something breaking, like a breaking story or whatever. Then we could kind of look it up, see what's going on. And now it's gone; just a blank screen. And we we all also just keep looking at it going. Is it kind of come back on? That's nah, not coming on. <laughs> it's not coming on. How am I going to know what, what bow tie John Pertzborn is wearing on Tuesday? It's Lisa Come Hart on. wearing today. <laughs> Come on. Not going to know. Maybe some of us will be upset that they can't watch TV while they're on the air. I don't know. Sorry to inform you that the TV is off. We got a crap on celebrities here in a second. And listen, we'll be up at the new building soon. About two weeks now? Ish, yeah. Two weeks, hopefully, knock on wood. Every, every time somebody says, ah, you'll be at the new station soon, my brain goes, er, then later. <laughs> <laughs> we got a crap on celebrities here in a second. You guys remember Google Glass? Yeah, the, the, the glasses. The glasses, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Those high-tech glasses awful. that started selling about five years ago and nobody bought them. <laughs> they were 1500 bucks. Did you know anybody that had Google Glasses? No. Never. Not uh, one. These are Google glasses. You just never knew it. <laughs> I've been Googling weird things about uh, you for the past two years. Good idea. But that $1,500 price tag was too high. And now they've been named the biggest product flop ever. Wow. Google Glass, officially the biggest product flop ever. And that website, which I love this website, 24-7 Wall Street. They put together the list of the top 50 failed products of all time. I got two so far. Yeah, let's see how you do. I'll run, and this is in order. So Google Glass 2013, number you one. You said top 20, correct? They have the, t- I have the top uh, 10. Okay. And kind of some highlights of other ones, but. And one more time, read like the official title of the list so I can kind of. The biggest product flops So ever. just product, not technology, just product. Well, all right. I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I didn't want to be like oh, a sewing kit. You and, know, like, and you know they, they count as a product TV shows. It's so funny. I was just. I was literally right. Look at look at what I was writing down. The word George Lopez TV shows. Swear. 
I was right. You have down. to be more specific than that. All right. <laughs> okay, so, George. Number one is Google Glass, 2013. I, I so I'm still thinking, but I've I wrote down one. You would never get number two. Number two is the Newton, which was Apple's lame digital notepad from uh, 1993, called the Newton. That just told me another one. Number three, they did a documentary about this, which I saw last year. It's a video game. They did a documentary. Is it like a VR game or something? Nope. It's a video game, documentary. It's not Mortal Kombat. Nope. It's the Atari game, E.T., the Extraterrestrial. Oh, yeah. They made 4 million copies, sold 1.5 million, and buried the rest in a landfill in New Mexico. That's what the documentary is about. Wow. Finding, finding where they buried all these games. Burger King's Satis Fries from 2013. They were supposed to be healthier than the uh, normal fries, but yeah. nobody cared. They tasted yeah. like they were healthier, right? Yep. Uh, Premier Smokeless Cigarettes back in 1988. They were kind of the first e-cigarettes, but people hated the taste. And R.J. Reynolds sunk almost a billion dollars into them and then yanked them off shelves less than a year later. Wow. In 2005, you got Cheetos Lip Balm. What? Huh. It didn't catch on back then, but could it now? I don't know. The TV show Terra Nova from 2011. Fox spent over $50 million on it, including almost $20 million on the pilot alone, and then it got canceled after 13 episodes. Yikes. Anyone ever see it? No. Uh-uh. Like ever. Anyone. I believe, was, <laughs> was Steven Spielberg behind that? Yes. Yes. I think he had something to do and with that. And wasn't it like they were comparing it to Avatar, right? And yes, I said it like that. Uh, on Avatar. Avatar. Uh, Touch of Yogurt Shampoo by Clairol back in 1979. Nobody bought it, and some people who did thought they were supposed to eat it. What? Ah. Called Touch of Yogurt Shampoo by Clairol. Did anybody have New Coke on their list? Yeah. Because that uh, was number nine. I had Crystal Pepsi. I got New Coke on mine. New Coke, 1985. Coca-Cola changed the recipe for the first time in 99 years, and it was not a good idea. And number 10, let me hear what's, some, uh, uh, what's on your list. I'll tell uh, you number 10. I wrote down uh, uh, Sega CD slash Dreamcast, because I know those were terrible. Dreamcast, 1999. Dreamcast. Not yeah. number 10, but it's on there. Uh, also, I put down Microsoft Zune. I got Zune on mine. Yeah, Tones. The Zune was Microsoft Zune's MP3 player made yeah. the list. And, and I don't, I don't. Home pilots in general. There was there was one on here, and I don't know what uh, like um, version of it it was, but I put down the Kindle Fire. I know there there was one Kindle that came out from Amazon that they were like, "This is going to compete with the iPad," and then they were like, "We were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is not competing Wait, with no, the it's iPad." Not. But well, I don't know if that would have made the list or not because I know it's it sold a ton you of. You did them. say Crystal Pepsi. I did, right? yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi was the jam. Nineteen ninety two. That's on the list, not number ten though. No, because it, it was the jam, and you think it was the jam, and you had it recently, and it was still the jam. But back then, people hated it. Really? Hated oh, see, it. Kid, Are there like people people my age and Boy Scouts or whatever? We loved it. Are there any cars on the list? Uh, no. <laughs> what do you think, like PT Cruiser? No, the Etzel. No, I was thinking the Etzel or the Studebaker. Yeah. The Etzel was a big flop, but that didn't make the list. You said Saturn? Uh, yeah, the Sega can, Saturn. Can you uh, 
Can, oh, Sega Saturn was on there? Yeah, Sega Saturn. Can you... Oh, no, I'm sorry, not Sega Dreamcast. Saturn. Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. Dreamcast. Can you give us some sort of, like, hint as to what number 10 is? Like a, It's a computer thing. It's a computer thing. It's a, it's a thing oh, for computers. It's, a, it's an Apple. It's a... No, it's, it's, it's Microsoft. Windows XP. Or... It's the Windows Vista. Vista, oh, that Vista. is a, Damn it. Yeah. Windows, Windows XP Vista was the giant. Operating System 2007. It was the follow-up to the Windows XP and was super buggy. And Dell offered it first, but then went back to putting XP on its new laptops a couple months later. Dang. I thought Apple had a product that was just like colossal failure in the 80s or early 90s, right before they brought Jobs back. Is one of the reasons they brought Jobs back. Don't you remember they were... Yes. Um, they they went to launch it and it crashed at the launch, like the televised launch. Yeah, I forget what it was. I'm looking. But it up other right other now. notable flops on the list: Betamax, mm. Betamax cassette players, 1975, laser discs. Oh yeah. Harley Davidson put out a perfume back in 1994. Wow. Flop. Lifesaver soda, 1995. Harley Davidson put out an electronic or an electronic an electric. Motorcycle reason not too long ago too. I wonder if that was a flop. Lifesaver soda seems like it would be something that would do well. 1995 flop. How about the Arch Deluxe at McDonald's? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. What was that? By, by, by the way, real quick before we forget about it, the the Apple product like this goes through a list. Like one of the things it says is Apple Maps. When it first came out, Apple Maps first hit, everything was was flat. So like the Eiffel Tower looked like it was laying down on the mm-hmm. ground. But they say the Apple Three. In 1980 was the biggest flop ever, and like this gives reasons why things flopped. This one it says flop because everything did not work <laughs> from start to finish. So that's what it was. The Apple uh, Three Boyd on Twitter says another big flop was Tank Top Tuesday here on the Riz Show. Oh, that's, get out of here! Are you crazy? Have you seen the analytics on flop on out of here, yo? That's also the guy who uh, his his biggest flop is having fun ever. Uh, Heinz Easy Squirt Blue Ketchup 2000. Oh, yuck. Remember they did... Uh, no, I remember the green one. Colored ketchups. That, I think that's on there. Yeah, I think that, that kind of gets lumped in together. The social media site Friendster uh, 2002. What's the new one that, that needs to be put on that list that everybody signed up for when it first came out and then you haven't heard about it since? Vero. Vero. Yeah. You know, Friendster was flat because everybody stole all the good ideas from it and made it better. Uh, HD DVDs in 2006. Victor, right here. I bought two HD DVD players. They cost me like 300 bucks a pop. Mm. I thought it was the coolest kid ever. And then like a month later, they were like, we are no longer doing this. Blu-ray is one. 2011's Google Plus. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. That was awful, too. I just uh, found an article that in January of this year, McDonald's was consi- testing an updated version of the Arch Deluxe. What was on the Arch Deluxe? Was it, it that wasn't the one that had the two separate sides? That's the first thing I thought too, because they kept the hot side hot and the cold side cold. The Arch right? Deluxe was almost like the Whopper. That's, yeah, that's, that's it's got a couple yeah. of bur- couple of patties. Sorry, Tony, you got it. A couple of patties, some cheese. Yeah, it says couple, Arch two, Deluxe, mm-hmm. a Fancy quarter bun. pound of beef on a split top potato flour sesame seed bun, Ooh, topped bread. with a piece of peppered bacon, leaf lettuce, tomato, American cheese, onions, ketchup, and a secret mustard and mayonnaise sauce. Why did flops of it didn't pick up. I thought it was good. I remember having one. Remember yeah. the big and tasties? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. were like a dollar, and they were big and, and tasty. Not so tasty. <laughs> uh, the Keanu Reeves movie Forty Seven Ronin, which I saw, I thought it was, I thought it was all right. Lost about one hundred fifty million dollars back in twenty thirteen. And another big one was the Samsung Galaxy Note Seven, 
which would not stop exploding. I was going to say that's explosion. Oh, one. yeah. That's the one that got banned from the airplanes, oh, yeah. right? Uh, McDonald's uh, spent an estimated $200 million in advertising on that thing. Yep. Wow. Oops. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Nominations for this year's Primetime Emmy Awards are out. Game of Thrones leads the way with 22 nominations. Saturday Night Live and Westworld got 21 apiece. The Handmaid's Tale got 20. Biggest winner is probably Netflix, which officially is now the new king of TV. Netflix scored 112 nomination uh, nominations, and uh, HBO was uh, leading the way as far as nominations for the last 17 years up until now. They ended with uh, they ended up with 108 HBO. I remember when it was a big deal that a streaming service had something nominated right. for. Oh, the first time they made it like a, 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 a huge event. Yeah, they were first weren't sure whether they would even be eligible for. Just but. five years ago, Netflix made history by being the first streaming platform to even get an Emmy a nomination was and for? win. I didn't say five years ago. Look it up. Yeah. Five years ago. They, anyway, they're dominating now. So uh, broadcast networks didn't get a whole lot of attention these days anyway, but NBC got the third most nominations, 78. And that's basically thanks to SNL. This is us and Jesus Christ, uh, superstar live in concert there. SNL extended its existing record for the most nominations all time, 252. Game of Thrones is next at 129. And ER is third with 124. And Peter Dinklage became the most nominated person in the outstanding uh, supporting actor in a drama series. Thanks to his seventh nomination. Y'all should see that. And he's he's won it twice. Sandra... Sandra, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tony. I was going to say, you said it was three years ago? Five two, years ago. Or two, what? Five years ago. 2013, House of Cards. Ah. Ah, that makes sense. Sandra O oh is the first uh, nominee of Asian descent in the leading actress in a drama series category for her role in the BBC America show, That Killing Eve. John Legend. Listen to this about John Legend. Well, he's married to the bravest person in the world, Chrissy Teigen. That's true, and you get an award for that. He was nominated for Jesus Christ Superstar, and if he wins, he will reach the EGOT status, meaning he's got an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, and only 12 people have done that in the past, including Whoopi Goldberg, Mel Brooks. Uh, John Legend himself has 10 Grammys. He's got an Oscar for the song Glory from Selma, a Tony for co-producing a show called Jitney, uh, and NBC's going to air that on the 17th of September. That'd be, that is the 70th prime When time. is that? Uh, September the 17th. Well, you guys better put it on my, on, on your calendars because I am having an Emmy's party. I'll bring over a case of Yellowtail. Where I make my special Emmy's hummus. <laughs> can we can we all agree <laughs> that if Sterling K. Brown, St. Louis' own, and Ellie Kemper, St. Louis' own, and Lori Metcalf, St. Louis' area's own, if they win, we get to fire off the confetti cannons this year? Oh, of course. All right, good. Outside, though. No, 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 no. Oh, inside I, his house. That's where I want it. Go with that? All right. All right. <laughs>
So the uh, snubs and other things like that, Roseanne got two nominations, but Roseanne herself obviously personally did not get any recognition. Lori Metcalf is up for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy, playing uh, Jackie. The show also got a technical nomination for, for Best Editing. That's it. Nothing for John Goodman, although people thought that he might get something. HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher not nominated. Uh, basically, Trevor Noah took over that spot for him. Only the second time that uh, Bill Maher has not been nominated since 2005. That's a pretty good run. Category was very, very competitive. That's Samantha B. Even though she has all kinds of trouble, she got nominated as well. Left out Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers. Pretty interesting. Stormy Daniels got busted Wednesday night as we talked yesterday about, uh, uh, well, she was touching and getting touched while she was stripping. Make America horny again. Strip joint Columbus, Ohio. Four undercover. That's her tour. That's what her tour is called. Four undercover vice cops, two men, two women, came into her show, Sirens Gentlemen's Club. Uh, Supposedly, they were there to investigate complaints about prostitution and drug activity at the club. According to their reports, she took off her top and, quote, began forcing the faces of the patrons into her chest, using her bare chest uh, breast to smack the patrons as well. So she uh, got arrested, and uh, all the charges have been dropped on her now. And uh, basically, you have to be a regular performer at the club to be arrested for doing something like that. And that's it. And so that was her first time. Right. I mean, I, I get it. Listen, I get it that, that it's against the law. In, what in strip Columbus. club have you been to that, that you haven't seen that? That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. And, and, and is any customer in there going, let's just stop this? I don't want them. Yeah, I came to the strip club just to look at them. Yeah. I don't want to touch them. Yeah, she just made a gajillion dudes happy. Listen, I think we've all seen special guest appearance shows. The rules are taken off the table while they're there. I mean, there are laws. There are laws. Like, they're not going to do anything. But, I mean, we have seen things happen that I have gone, this is crazy. Yeah. When when something happens, you kind of start looking around. That's when you know something's weird. (laughs) And the two girls that were performing along with her at the club are regular performers. So their charges were not dropped. And Stormy Daniels has said that uh, she will pick up the tab for those guys. In the hashtag MeToo era, men have to be super careful about what we say. Is that right? Uh, In addition to what we do, even Superman, Henry Cable, just found that out in a bad, bad way. Recent interview, he said it's hard to even talk to a woman these days without being called, quote, a rapist. He added, quote, so you're like, forget it. I'm going to call an ex-girlfriend instead and just go back to a relationship which never really worked. Yesterday, he released a statement apologizing through his management. rough. Quote, I just want to apologize for any confusion and misunderstanding that this may have created. Insensitivity was absolutely not was, my intention. What was his quote? Uh, he says, so you're like, forget it. I'm going to call an ex-girlfriend instead and just go back to a relationship which never really before worked. That. Yeah, that, it's before the quote that. before that. Oh, it's hard to even talk to a woman these days without being called a rapist. I mean, that I, I get what he's trying to say. I get what he is attempting to say. He just said it the end. He's being a little dramatic about it. Yeah. The amount of times that since this has started where one of us has said, I get what he was trying to say, but, you know, you're wading into water. He's been a little overdramatic. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. According to the good folks at mybookie.ag, you can bet on whether or not the Beaver Baldwin wedding will take place this year or next year or at (laughs) all. They've got a line on a whole bunch of different things. So if you want to lay some action down on this thing, here's what you got as far as who's going to be the best man. Plus 100, Ryan Butler. 
plus 300 Scooter Braun. That's who I would have went with. Scooter Braun? Yeah. It's his manager. Also on the list, Usher, Lil Twist, Soldier Boy. What about isn't his dad? He, yeah, isn't he friends with his dad? Where did he at? Uh-uh. <laughs> isn't he's he not. boys with his dad? <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's on here, 50 Cent, and Ellen DeGeneres. She's plus 5,000, by the way, on that. That so, Ellen will be his best man? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maid of Honor. Kendall Jenner is minus 200. Bella Hadid, plus 200. Mary McKinney, plus 400. Then there's Ireland Baldwin and Isabella Prichard. I guess uh, plus eight hundred. Is she in that glam squad or whatever they call themselves? Uh, no, the, I don't even the know whole, who this is. The whole group. <laughs> it's the whole group that's uh, friends with Taylor Swift. I bet you it's Ireland. That's a sister. That's her sister. You are you're in the in front of me. You're turning into a grumpy old man. Right now. <laughs> I don't even know these people. Damn I know it. Anyway, Justin Bieber. I well, I, now I, I learned that <laughs> this is Daniel Baldwin's. Stephen Baldwin's daughter. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Yeah. It's Stevie okay. Baldwin's daughter. But well, what does she do? What does Haley she's, Baldwin do? She's a good-looking gal. She's a model. Is she an actress? I believe she's a model. She's what would I know her from? Uh, Billy Ball. I mean, Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Okay. She's in a documentary called Stephen Baldwin's Daughter right now. <laughs> uh, you can also bet on things like, uh, will Justin have a mustache at the wedding? You can literally put money on this. Will Beaver, co- Beaver. Will Beaver <laughs> cover up or remove his Selena Gomez tattoo before the wedding? You going to drop a fin on that? Of course I would. With all the Baldwin brothers, will they all be at the wedding? And finally, will Alec Baldwin assault a paparazzi at the wedding? You can actually place money on that. All right, so here, real quick, it says that she's also a uh, a um, TV personality. You know where you know her from, Riz? That Drop the Mic show with Method Man, where the okay. two celebrities rap off against each other. She's the chick. What chick? So it's Method Man and another girl that does the hosting. Okay, That's she's a host Haley of that show? Yes. Okay. But she is a model. They go through a lot of microphones on that show. I bet. Dropping them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Schumer posted a picture of herself on the Instagrams the other day that said uh, she was cooking up something, and then you could kind of sort of see her hands were down by her belly. So everybody started I saw thinking. The picture. Yeah. And you think she's pregnant. What'd you say? What am I cooking up? And she yeah. got her hands near her belly. Yeah. And it's just a solitary picture of her. Yep. Who's this? Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. She's a uh, stand up comedian and actress. Maybe she was just grilling chicken or something. No, there was no grill nearby. Oh. She wasn't near an oven. She was you know outside. what she was, and you know what? I don't, I don't even know this story, but I guarantee you, she was trying to grill up some attention. Yeah, she, no, she was. She, I guarantee you, she had a little attention on the uh, burner. She was get, she was, she was grilling up attention and wanted people to talk about how she was pregnant and everything. And then she's going to tweet out, "Nope, I just had to take a poopy. I'm Amy Schumer. I'm so gross and funny." <laughs> or she actually has a new product coming out. I am not pregnant. My friend said it looked like I was like pointing to a bump or something, but I'm not. Lisa Evans and I uh, have created a clothing line for all sizes and shapes and um, at a... Okay, thank you. Hey. Oh, there you go. She's <laughs> the worst. Excited. She's the worst. You what got really further it. through that <laughs> than I thought you what would. A sales pitch. You're really I, uh, I can't look at, stand it. Look at the picture. I'm Show so him the picture. Oh, it's, so it's she's yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I am so excited. <laughs> so tell me new, about this multi-million dollar thing you got going on. Well, I have it's a, a business uh, venture. It's a uh, clothing line. Look at the picture. It's really I'm, gonna be great. I'm and and if you shell see, out money for it. If you see the, the caption, cooking up something. Yeah. And she's got her hands by her waist. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's. Wouldn't a, you think like? Hey, congratulations! She just got married. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. The, posi- yeah. the positioning is very. Uh, is it yeah. suggestive? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That a thousand percent is you saying that you're pregnant. Yeah, but I mean, she's, she's pregnant with two clothing lines. She's, she's pinching her blouse and kind of like pulling it down, but the way that her fingers are formed, it looks like she's yeah cradling. Hold, hold, her. Yeah, cradling. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. She might as well have tweeted that picture with it. Guys, look at me. I'm Amy Sherman. I hate you. Next. Anybody uh, fans of the West Wing TV program back in the day? Anybody? Uh, Bueller? Uh, uh, West Wing. I think that was too, that was too old for me. That's with uh, Martin Sheen? Yes. yes. And what's, what's her name? Allison Janey? It's this. supposed to be like one of the greatest walking talks there there is. Aaron yeah, Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's talk they're going to possibly be bringing that back. Oh, great. So. I just remember that every single clip I saw from it, because it won so many different awards, and every time it would like show a clip, it was the same scene. Mm. It was the president surrounded by four or five people walking down a hallway discussing something important. Yeah, beautiful wood in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. A lot of dialogue. A lot of dialogue. When, that, yeah. when that show was on TV, I was a lot younger, and I just remember that my mom, with that show would come on, and the theme would start, and, and I would go, because I knew I had to get the hell out of the room because I would fall your mom, asleep your immediately. Your mom kicked you out of the room, too? Not kicked me out oh, of the room. So yeah, I left mom, voluntarily. Out of good choice, you left. Yeah, I went to go us. find sharp objects to put through my skull. <laughs> uh, if you know people that you're very impressed by the amount of uh, Twitter followers they have, and you wake up this morning and check oh, them out, yeah. and they got a lot less, there's a reason for that. Twitter started purging all those uh, fake accounts yesterday, meaning... A lot of celebrities lost a lot of followers. In a lot of the cases, millions. Good news for Katy Perry that she still has the most followers on the Twitter there. But she lost 1.5 million Twitter followers yesterday afternoon. I noticed that Vladimir Trukov stopped following me. I thought he was one of my favorite uh, followers. I don't know what (laughs) happened to him. She still has uh, 108.1 million. Ironically, guess who lost the most? Guess who took the biggest hit as far as followers losing followers? Charlie Sheen. Bieber. Well, remember Bieber? Like they they proved that he was buying or that they were Trump. buying followers for Twitter. Lost seven point five million followers. Oh, the, the the handle Twitter. Yeah, the actual Twitter people. The accounts uh, total remaining followers as of last night was fifty five million. President Trump lost only about three hundred thousand. From at the real Donald Trump, bringing his total down to fifty-three point one million. Barack Obama, Ellen DeGeneres, Taylor Swift lost each around two million followers. Bieber and Gaga lost about one and a half million. Listen, there are people that pay to to increase their Twitter numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they pay a lot of money if, to. If you ever see somebody that goes from like. And I'm talking normal people, not normal people, but not like mega celebrities, go from like 1,500 followers to in three days, they've got tens of thousands. They have bought followers. Yeah. I mean, you just can't you could, do you it. You could pay for that. You could you There's services that will increase your Twitter followers. And this the story was saying, if you look at the followers, a way to tell is like there's no picture, there's no avatar. It's, it's just... Yeah, eggs. Yeah, eggs. That's what it was. That's what they said. We, yeah. Iowa, we have never done that. Yeah. And there are the radio shows that do that. I know that for a fact. I would imagine, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The uh, purge will continue, so see these numbers fall even more. All right. In theaters this weekend, you have the new uh, rock movie called Skyscraper. It's where uh, he's on a skyscraper. Mm. Oh, mm. I thought that was his character's name. There, there was a there was a hilarious meme that went around the other day that was like, Under Siege was considered diehard on a boat. Speed was considered diehard on a bus. Skyscraper is being compared as 
Die Hard. And skyscraper. Because it's already a skyscraper. Uh, critics, 51%. Audience, 81%. There's a movie called Sorry to Bother You. That is 96% critics, 76% audience. Damn. And for the kiddos, Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. Critics, 63%. Audience, 72%. Crappy birthdays. All uh, celebrity celebrating birthdays this weekend. Patrick Stewart, 78. Cheech is 72. Uh, Tom Kenny voice of Spongebob is 56 two first uh, names all over the place here Conor McGregor yeah. is 30 Matthew right. Fox is 52 Jane Lynch 58 Eddie Griffin 50 uh, Brigitte uh, Brigitte N- uh, Nielsen is 55 don't curse at me Forrest Whitaker is 57 and today's Burton birthday of the day he was solo he was and technically still is indie and he's one of your dad's favorite actors of all time Harrison Ford 76 years young Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Brooklyn Ballantyne. And today's birthday girl's been stabbed by a dude more than all the kids at Camp Crystal Lake combined in 73 fine films, including Backseat Driver, Hot Bods and Tailpipe. Well, I've never done that before, Volume 12. Also in Spin the Booty. In a movie called Warning, I Do It on the First Date. (laughs) And who can forget her unforgettable role in Porno Dan's Getting Real Gross. Brooklyn Ballantyne is 36 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rosudo Show. Welcome, St. Louis. Thank you, Jeff. You did great, too. Thanks, Moon. buddy. Appreciate it. Friday Fail Stories, <laughs> sponsored by... Mort's Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Now, I'm going to warn you guys, there is there is, there is death. Well, you usually do it early and get it There over will with, be death. So as long as there's just one story about death, we're good. It's two. Oh. Are you going to lead with it? No, I'm just going to mix it in there. Okay. <laughs> so we won't see it coming. See if we can guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see if you can guess. <laughs> Uh, if something looks like it might be an explosive, it's best not to touch it. Right? Yeah. An American tourist caused pretty big issues at the Vienna airport in Austria after she allegedly tried to take an unexploded World War II artillery shell through customs. A portion of the airport had to be shut down after the bomb disposal unit was called to remove the shell. 
the uh, 24-year-old moron trying to fly with her, quote-unquote, souvenir, said she found it while hiking. What? Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's super cool and and super dumb. Followed up by dumb. So this woman was fined nearly five thousand dollars and reported to prosecutors for negligent endangerment. Oh man, fail. At least you know, it wasn't an American or anything like that. That's oh, wait, right. it was. You know, I wonder if she even knew what it was. Like, if she knew, like, okay, hey, this and this form is clearly, uh, you know, a, a dud, so so to speak. Or do you think she grabbed it and went, man, this water bottle looks good. <laughs> That's a civil. That's a civil war it's water bottle. Just like the shape one. of a rusty bullet. Two guys in Ohio jumped on a freight train and rode it for sixty miles, clinging to the outside, and then finally had to call nine one one because the train was going too fast for them to jump off. And after they got arrested, the guy who made the call was so freaked out he couldn't shut up in the police cruiser. <laughs> Failed and Here's died. Up. Here's the uh, 911 call. I'm on a train. You're on a train. Yeah, and it's going really fast, and I don't know where it's going. <laughs> what are you doing on the train? <laughs> well, I uh, really don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, I uh, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> when a police asks you a question, you go, I. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, really don't know. It's better than walking. It's better than walking. This thing was flying, man, for real. I'm Who's not even going to lie about it. I don't know where I'm at. I mean, I should have never got on the train. And I know it was a stupid idea. And I never will again. I can tell you that right yeah, now. All right. Tell you what. Okay, tell you what. <laughs> right there, boxcar Willie. <laughs> all right. We go to Destin, Florida for this fail story. Back on July 1st, a 27-year-old guy called 911 three times to ask for a ride home. <laughs> And dispatchers told the guy, hey, call the non-emergency line if you need help. But the guy started cursing and became belligerent with the 911 operator. So cop rolled out to where this guy was, and he was still on the line cursing at dispatchers. And, yeah, he admitted to being the caller, and he was arrested. And cops patted him down and found pot and Xanax on him. Oof. Great. So he was arrested and charged with misusing the 911 system, felony drug possession, and misdemeanor marijuana possession. Fail. That guy has the nickname Life of the Party. <laughs> hey, so you were saying that with the guy that was riding the train, like, the, you know, it's never a good sign when the cops ask you, you know, why you were doing that. And you went, ah, well, <laughs> I was watching an episode of Cops the other day, and this is my favorite. And this happens, and you know it, and I'm sure you've seen it on Live PD, too, this. Pull them over, and they go, hey, I saw you coming from uh, that house uh, right over there. Uh, you were driving through. Where are you guys coming from? And they go, ah, just right up there. <laughs> what do you mean, just right up there? And it, this was at 3 in the morning. And he goes, I just right up there. And he goes, what were you doing right up there? And he goes, I was buying a lawnmower. And he goes, from who? He goes, this guy. No. <laughs> uh, whose car is this? It's uh, Henry's. Who's Henry? Ah. Uh... Yeah. I love that too. This car has been reported this car has been reported stolen. Oh, I bought it from a guy. You bought it from a guy. How for how much? Uh, 180 bucks. <laughs> cool. Listen, we've seen DUI idiots try to switch seats with a passenger before, but this is a whole new level of I'll call dumb and desperate. You got 41-year-old David Brin responsible for two hit and run crashes in Santa Ana, California on Wednesday and left four people seriously injured. So this is a serious 
a serious story. He crashed into one car, then he started chasing someone who witnessed it, and even and caused an even worse crash that involved two other cars and a guy on a bike. Luckily, nobody was killed. So then after the second crash, David ran into a nearby ice cream store, grabbed a random employee, forced him outside as the cops were arriving, and then tried to claim that this guy was the one driving. Oh, no. He literally said, here, I caught the driver of that car for you. But there were multiple witnesses, and and that did not work. Turns out David was on drugs, guys. What? So they booked him for driving under the influence, resisting arrest, and felony hit and run. And now he's going to be facing kidnapping charges for yanking the guy out of the store so we could blame him for it. Wow. Unbelievable. The kitchen staff at a Golden Corral in Mount Airy, North Carolina, working on Tuesday when they noticed that smoke wasn't ventilating properly. And it seemed like the exhaust vent above the stove was blocked, so their manager went up to the roof to investigate. And he quickly figured out what was wrong with the vents. There was a person in there. (laughs) (laughs) Who was really hot feet. (laughs) Turned out that a 59-year-old guy named Charlie Walker had tried to break into the Golden Corral before it opened, and he got stuck in the vent. So he's actually pretty lucky the staff found him. The fire department came, rescued him, and uh, they took him to a hospital. And once doctors checked him out, made sure he was right, arrested for felony, breaking, and entering. Failed. I can't even imagine the one-two nightmare punch of simultaneously finding your wife and, well, I'll explain the second punch here in a second. A guy in Newark, New Jersey, he got home on Monday and he found his 39-year-old wife dead in the garage with their 56-year-old mechanic. It turns out she'd offered to pay the guy for his repair work with sex, but they did it in the garage with the car running, so they both died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, my God. Wow. Yikes. So technically, is that cheating or prostitution, or both? Double whammy. That's the one-two punch. The cops are saying it's just one giant tragic accident. This guy's life. I mean, can you imagine? Imagine trying to go into sleep and waking up the next morning after knowing you just caught your wife cheating on you because she died. At least three men suspected of attempting to illegally poach rhinoceroses were eaten and killed by a pack of lions in South Africa last week. (laughs) Okay. The, uh, the owner of a, of a private game reserve where the poachers were found dead said, uh, one of our guys found what he thought was a soccer ball, turned out to be a skull. Oh, oh my God. Boy. Hey, get ready for the cross. I'm going to put this right oh, on your head. Uh, right on your head. This ball's got teeth. <laughs> oh, man, this guy is never going to live this down. A 40-year-old guy named Rye. Rye Wardlaw, he's from uh, Vancouver, Wisconsin, uh, Washington, broke into a into a business in a strip mall late on Saturday night. That business happened to be the Northwest Escape Experience, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of those escape rooms where uh, you know those those are everywhere now, very popular. Yeah, 
And this is a hell of an endorsement for his business because once this guy was in, he couldn't figure out how to get out of the escape room. <laughs> so he wound up calling 911 for help. And the cops came and arrested him for second-degree burglary. That's when you just go, that's when, when the cops show up, you go, I swear to God I didn't break in. This is so good. They left me here. I still am trying to I've escape. I've been here for four days. Those things are stressful, man. Here's the, uh, here's the owner of uh, the escape room talking about it. I woke my wife up, and I'm like, we got to get up. We got things going down. He actually opened a door, pushed over our lockers, um, destroyed some uh, nice uh, flowers, and then came in and made himself at home. I feel kind of violated, you know? It's like we are a small business. We put our heart and soul and all of our um, money into this place to make it work. And our sole goal is to bring happiness and fun to families and to businesses. And uh, it doesn't feel good to get taken advantage of. Yeah, but... But the guy couldn't escape your escape room, so... Yeah. Win for you. Good on you, yeah. I put that you. in my advertising. All right, and finally, <laughs> this is a fail, but a but but a happy ending. Okay, there is a tradition, mostly in Europe, where on February 29th, on leap years, women are supposed to propose to men instead of the other way around. So February 29th, you know the leap years, women are supposed to propose to men. But most of them don't do their proposals like this. There's a doctor in England named Adam Kay. And he just published a book featuring some of the craziest stories he's experienced. And the one that stands out the most is the story of a woman who he called Patient JB. Apparently, on a leap day several years back, JB wanted to propose to her boyfriend in a unique way. So she got a ring, hid it inside of a plastic Easter egg, and then put it in her... No, 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 no. In her... Ah. <laughs> uh. And her plan was to ask her boyfriend to, you know... <laughs> yeah, the best way to describe it is... <laughs> That's all you got. And then he'd find the egg and uh, she'd propose. Hot, guys. <sighs> Unfortunately, the egg got stuck sideways. and she needed to go to the hospital but she didn't want to ruin the surprise so she didn't tell her boyfriend until Dr. K pulled out the egg with forceps yikes and that then she cracked the egg open and proposed that is awesome hey you want to impress me crack it before the doctor takes it out (laughs) so yes Fail. fail, but he said yay! Yay! All right. <laughs> Way to follow through. Swing and a miss, but good follow there through. There you go. And those are your Friday. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Don't forget real fake results before we get out of here. Well, we got all these prizes here. Kind of... We might as well just let him go to waste. Yeah. Burning a hole in my pocket. Hey! Were you paying attention? Well, hopefully you were. That's the first time I've ever realized that. I go, hey! Hey! <laughs> hey you thought that was me every time, right? Hey! <laughs> so we got tickets for the WWE Live SummerSlam Heatwave Tour. Coming to Chaffetz next Saturday, we got tickets for the Three Doors Down Collective Soul. I'm sorry, Special Guest Soul Asylum Show. 
<laughs> souls all over the place. A lot of souls going on there. Saturday night, July 21st, the amphitheater. And we have tickets for our big summer show tomorrow featuring Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. We've got a four-pack of lawn tickets tomorrow up at the casino, uh, with the casino amphitheater. All right, so uh, Jeff's going to ask you guys a question. One question about something that happened on the show this week. You get the question right. Your choice of prizes while supplies last. 314-969-DUDE. If the phones are busy, just keep trying. We'll, uh, we'll eventually get you on. All right, here's Kevin on line one. What's up, Kevin? Hey, good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, here we go. Your question. The uh, next real or fake punishment is a week of Carl, the mannequin. What was the other option we talked about that we didn't choose? Oh, my gosh. I thought I remember this here. Uh, three, two. No, nah, I don't oh, remember no, this. No, sorry. You got the X, bro. Survey says? Eh. Eh. Steven in Troy. Good morning, gentlemen. Good ah. morning, Steven. All right, so we talked about the new real or fake punishment. Uh-huh. It's set in right now as a week with Carl the Mannequin. What was the other option? No cutting the hair, shaving, or anything. That's it. You got it. Yeah, man. Till Christmas. Let's go. I, I called it full, the full Williams, the full Robin Williams. All right, Stephen, what do you want? Uh, the WWE tickets. WWE Live SummerSlam Heat Wave Tour. Stephen's going. He's going to have a great time. Right. Bragger. Stephen's going. All right, let's go to Rick in Glen Carbon. Rick. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Hey, Rick. Yo, what up, All right, Rick? here we go. Your question. Uh, King King Scott played what position with Patrico's softball team? He played catcher. Damn right. There you go. That's it. That's it. Good job, man. Catcher was a fine catcher, and almost a violent one too. That was actually a hilarious story, by the way. Uh, (laughs) What would you like, Rick? Uh, I'm gonna go see some wrestling. All right, wrestling. You gonna go with Steven? Dude, you're gonna have a great time, man. Yeah, I remember we had the email from uh, the chick that was working the concession stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he owes, Scott owes her a tip. Yeah, and Scott was like, uh, well, I didn't have enough money to tip her. But who brought the point? Like, the guy brought yeah, his well, glove got, in a briefcase. A guy on our he team. didn't bring his wallet? R- Ricky on our team texted me yesterday. He's like, I was just listening to Diane. He goes, I don't understand how this man shows up to a ballpark with his glove in a briefcase, but doesn't bring a damn wallet. <laughs> That's where you put money is in the briefcase. Yeah. That's a great point. King Scott showed up to the softball game with his glove and a briefcase. <laughs> uh, Ridiculous. To be fair, he didn't drive. Uh, Pam. Hello, Pam. Hi. Hi, Hi you guys. Hi, Pam. Doing well. but Hi. He, Hi. I, I know we didn't drive, but no money on you at all. You leave no, the house without, no, I without even, any money. I even gave him my card to go pay for it. Huh. All right, Pam, here we go. Your question. Uh, which show members' kids have been gone at sleepaway camp all week? Patrico's. Mm, no. Sorry. His kids are a little young for My 19 month old was not accepted into sleepaway camp. <laughs> he doesn't uh, whittle just yet. Kyle in Baldwin. Kyle. Yes, sir. All right, Kyle. Question again. Uh, which show member's kids been gone all week at sleepaway camp? Uh, would that be yours, Rizzuto? Yes, it is. Way to go. Yeah. Hey. 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 All right, Kyle, what do you want? <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> Uh, actually, I just give them to the next caller. I guess. Uh, all right, Kyle's okay. just playing for the fun of it. Thanks, you know, Kyle. Yes, sir. Thank all you, guys. Right. Thank you. That's awesome. Did you hear his buddies went, ha ha, yeah! Maybe his buddies want to take it. His buddies like, hey, 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 hey! Ha ha, yeah! Yeah, he, right, he's, he's being yelled at right hey. now. 
Patri- uh, uh, Scott, yeah, pick up the phone. See if he wants to give whatever it is to his friends on the phone. <laughs> they're high-fiving right now. He ain't listening anymore because they're high-fiving. <laughs> he doesn't want anything? <laughs> right. His buddy goes, I bet you won't get through and get it right. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah! He just won 100 bucks. Dwayne. <laughs> yes. All right, Dwayne is uh, one more question. One more question? One All more. right. As of today, what is no longer in the studio? Uh, cable TV. Yeah! You got it! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dwayne, what do you want? Uh, double, double E. Double, double E. You are going, my friend. You got have great time. What's that mean? It's WWE. Oh, gotcha. Which I don't know what that means either. Oh, WWE. 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 Worldwide Entertainment. World Wrestling Entertainment? You got it, Riz. You're going to have a great time. You know what? We're going to end the game, and I'm happy. Look at that. Like, I'm not, I feel weird. I'm I feel not weird. pissed off. Yeah. I feel weird. Somebody upset him, will you? I'm not pissed off. Not frustrated. Okay? It's all good. Look at the smile on, on that happy guy note. Yeah. Something's amiss. <laughs> <laughs> Who's scared in this Let's room Let's ask right one more now. question. <laughs> Wait till he's no, locked no, out no, and real no. fake. No, but I do want to bring up some food news. <laughs> food news. Okay. Today is? Uh, Friday. Yes, Jeff. Yes. French Friday. Yes, National French Friday. Oh, yeah, you are actually kind of right. Today is National French Friday. A very real and very important holiday. McDonald's, end of story next. <laughs> not, that, not that any of us need a specific reason to eat fries. The average American eats about 20 to 30 pounds of them every year. Damn. What do you got? What is that? Well, you were mentioning food news. Yeah. And some of our good buddies from Good Buddies. Oh, the off. new sandwich shop. Yeah, yeah man. Off some Love food. that place. Look oh, that's at a, these. Right, it's a brand new sandwich shop downtown here. <sighs> Look at that. That's a Fruit Loop crispy treat. Oh, what do we got? Yeah, we instead got? of a rice Let me see a menu. Let okay. me see a menu. Uh, here we go. So this is, uh, oh, brand new Good Buddies. Yep, Tucker and Pine. One 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 five pine. Listen, if if you have, if you work downtown and you go, man, the lunch options suck down here. This is your spot. A spaghetti and meatball spot. sub. Yeah, it's got actual spaghetti on it. And the meatballs. A bon mi, uh, a bon mi so tasty. Not your mama's. That's a Vietnamese uh, sandwich. Chicago beef. Not oh, your mama's Cuban. PB and J. <gasps> they got a buff chick. If you if you're into that. This smells so I'm, I'm going to eat a sandwich. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, not going to be able to soups. eat much of it, but I will eat I'm one. I'm going to tear into this. Thank you. Good Buddies uh, Soups and Sandwiches, 1115 Pine Street. I downtown. love those dudes, man. Yeah. Thank, you, nice thank you. Thank you. Thank congratulations, you. guys, thank for guys. opening up. Yeah. Make sure we get some uh, good pictures of these uh, and put them on social media. Moon, if you would, before we eat all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, anyway, so French Friday today. As I mentioned, we, as Americans, eat about 20 to 30 pounds of fries every year. A medium fry McDonald's is 4.1 ounces, so that means we all eat the equivalent of 78 to 117 medium fries every year. That's once every three to five days. We're all going to die. <laughs> anyway, so in honor of National, Fr- National French Friday, uh, and I was just kidding about all of us dying, I swear. Uh, here are a few results from from a new survey. Out of every fast food chain, who has the most popular fries? McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I would go with. You. Is that Better. your final answer? Yes. 
Final answer, McDonald's. Yeah. And yes, McDonald's. Followed by? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, indeed. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and? See, I would say Burger King, but I don't think that's right. Because yeah. they're terrible. Enough like- with your mouth. Listen, um, I don't have any don't problem like the with the chain or the rest of the menu, but the fries just shouldn't be For where? Top Burger five. King, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, the no. fry. And that's just me steak personally. They're just a different type uh, of yeah, fry. See, I thought Steak and Shake, but I didn't know. Wendy's, steak and parties. Shake is, steak and Shake is, whenever there's a national survey about fast food, Steak and Shake, and shake is yeah. not everywhere. Yeah. Okay, Wendy's. Wendy's is number four. What about Hardee's? Hardee's, Hardee's no. What about Rally's? No. Checkers. What about, no. uh, what's it place? Uh, the place, the In-N-Out? No. Sonic? No. Number Are we missing one? Number three. Culver's. Yeah. Taco Bell. First of all, you're missing curly fries. Curly fries. Did you say rallies? Arby's. Oh, Arby's. That's Arby's, right. number five. I'm not a big fan of curly fries. So. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fan. I like those. Like but we're trying guys. to figure out three. Five uh, oh, damn, yeah. Five guys, number three. I can leave those. The most popular dipping sauce is... Ketchup. Ketchup. Came in second. Mustard. Mm-mm. Mayo. Barbecue. Ranch. Ranch. And cheese sauce is third. And twenty one percent of people say they love dipping fries into a milkshake. I'm not. I'm, I'm not opposed I'm not to in, that. I'm not into that. I'm not opposed. I'm not into it. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna look negatively. I'm on not that. fry dipping in a shake like all willy nilly. But if, if every once in a while, I'll give a little. Boop, boop, yeah, do a, uh, do it a couple of times. But yeah. So today is National Friday. Sunday is National Ice Cream Day. All right. So here are some results from a new survey that shows just how much we all love ice cream. Probably a little too much. This this is one of my kryptonites. Ice cream? Yeah. Like this has been like, you know, the whole weight loss thing. They've taken a lot of things or I've taken a lot of things out of my diet. Ice cream has been the thing. Have I you ever eaten an entire pint in one sitting? Uh, close to it. Yeah. Wait, wait, is the pint the, the, the little Ben and Jerry's? Almost every time. Okay. Which is why I was almost 400 pounds. 40% of us have eaten an entire pint in one sitting. I, I could say I've never done that. No. Hell no. You've never eaten a whole pint? Like, you think that that's crazy to eat a whole pint? Yes. Yes. I've never done it. I think it's okay. popular, but crazy. 40% have, have done it. Uh, 24% of people eat ice cream to feel better when they're sad. I don't do that. 22% have eaten it to feel better after a breakup. Nah. I know, I know you've done this. Uh, 9% have cried while eating ice cream. I usually cry when I get to the last bite because I'm that damn sad that there's no more. 16%, Used to. <laughs> 16% of us have gotten sick from eating too much ice cream. I have. 13% of people say they're lactose intolerant but still eat it. This guy. 9% have used ice cream to end an argument. Like throw the pint at somebody? I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> And 7% of us have canceled plans to stay home and eat ice cream. Okay, that hasn't happened. But. <laughs> and uh, all right, so let's do the, uh, in honor of National Ice Cream Day being Sunday, the most popular flavors of ice cream. I got the top 10. Wasn't it chocolate? Number mint? one is mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip is number five. Damn. What about cookie dough? Cookie dough is number six. Chocolate chip cookie dough. How about just regular old chocolate? Chocolate's number one, baby. Yeah. Yep. That's Followed mine. By Gross. Vanilla. Followed by vanilla. Rocky Road. Rocky Road, number nine. What about Neapolitan? What, what about, about chocolate chip? Chocolate chip's number ten. What are you saying? <laughs> Neil Pert. How about butterscotch? Uh, not butterscotch. Um, Ugh. What's it called? 
Is it butterscotch? I think when you, you know get what I'm talking about. What's it called? Butter pecan. Yeah, butter pecan, number three. I think when you get into butterscotch territory, you're you're giving up. Have you ever had butter pecan <laughs> ice cream? I didn't know. I'm not Dude, it's like a, it's like an ice cold hug. Does it have? <laughs> it's awesome. Does it have pecan in it? Yeah, it's okay. got chunks in there. I don't do pecan. Dude, it is. It I don't is. Either. I'm saying it way. is a delicious ice cold creamy hug. I love the taste, but my teeth are too cavernous, and pecans are just, I mean, landmines for mm. for teeth. How do you chew that stuff? Like a like a manimal. We we still got more. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh, uh, we're still missing some. I'm sorry. I thought that was we're all. We're missing. We're missing number four. Oh, and number seven and number eight. Number four is got to be strawberry. Strawberry is number seven. Okay, that's one that I don't do. I like strawberry. I said cookie. Oh, cookies and cream. Get cookies out and cream is number four. And what about? Do they consider sherbet? Sherbet? No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Too. Number eight. Like I I like number something eight. caramel. Something with coffee. No. Oh. You like number eight, but most they people have don't. These normally pistachio, at pistachio. There it is. Oh, pistachio! Oh, yeah, great. that is good. Yeah, I love. You pistachio. better keep that Never out of my freezer. Think of get that, but here. that's good. You, yeah, you I get that green crap out of here. You ever have green tea? Green tea ice cream? Nope, I don't want that either. Oh, have you tried it though? Hey, Anthony's no. out in the hallway. Oh, cool. Let's get him in here on this uh, conversation. He hates food. You like ice cream, right? Oh, he hates. Man, food. why did I bring food? What is all this? Oh, that's not for you. Oh. Yeah, don't worry. That's only for me. You can still eat your own food. Don't worry. That's good, buddy. Soups and sandwiches. Now we're talking ice cream, though. Oh, yeah? And he's he won't even try green tea and says, get pistachio out of his house. I do pistachio. I don't I know love about green tea. Oh, have you tried it? No, but I'm not sure I'd pay well, for it. Well, don't knock it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd well, pay I'll for it. I'll get you some. Okay, all right. I got, go. I got your next I'm in, scoop. I'm of... into free green tea. <laughs> um, somebody, uh, I, well, I think it was Baskin Robbins, they hired a behavioral food expert to analyze what people's ice cream preferences say about their personalities. I don't know if you're interested in this. People who eat ice cream cones are idealists. And people will get their ice cream in a bowl or cup more rational. Yep. I'll take that. I'm a bowl and cup guy. I am not a, I am not a cone I'm guy. I'm not a cone guy. guy. I am a bowl and cup guy. If I go somewhere else, if I'm at my house, I would like a cone, please. Because I can control the rations. It really depends on what you get. If I'm getting a dip cone, I'm getting a dipped cone. Like, I'm not going to put that in the bowl. It seems sacrilege. You don't get a dip bowl? No, <laughs> no. It's messy. Anybody like Sundays? Yes, yeah, I sure certainly do. Great while. People who like Sundays are open, passionate, and motivated. Oh, thanks. Okay. Optimists are most likely to order cookies and cream or chocolate chip cookie dough. Realists are more likely to get chocolate. People who eat ice cream right out of the carton are resourceful, dependent, and introverted. Super. Lazy. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I don't want to wash a bowl. Exactly. Milkshakes. Anybody like milkshakes in here? Uh, if it's done okay, right, a milkshake yeah. is great. People who like milkshakes are fearless, impulsive, and young at heart. Does anybody know what a hand date, uh, when somebody says, oh, these are hand-dipped milkshakes, do you know what that means? Hand-dipped milkshakes. Have you ever heard somebody say hand-dipped? Yeah, yeah. And I've never, I never knew what that meant. I've never heard that. All it means is that somebody by hand scooped it and put the ice yeah. cream into a glass. <laughs> and they put them in. That's and, all it and means. They, and they have the milkshake. To me, <laughs> to me, I go, hmm. Every milkshake is hand-dipped then. The only ones that not are the place that have the soft serve that make it. Yeah, they could come pre-packaged. Yeah, I guess so. But I was like, like it, blew my, yeah, it or, blew my mind. No, when I worked at McDonald's, I don't know if they still do this now. It's the powder. It's like the bladder bag. Yeah, just like from the movie, right? Uh, from the Founder movie? No, no. I, when I worked there, it was they had these big bladders filled with with some kind of yeah, it like and it just, just like churned uh clear uh udder is what it looks yeah, like right yeah. uh, it just churned it's and a then big you just, bag with yeah. 
With a big uh, a snout Nozzle. on it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, but it came in term. liquid form, it not came frozen, in liquid form, right? Yeah. You just like cut the corner and dump it in. Yeah, it was a nozzle on it. You kind of and you dumped it in. Yeah. Huh. Uh, anybody like uh, Ben and Jerry's? Yeah, I love Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, it's cool. Carton party. So the 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 uh, the website Thrillist.com, they ranked all forty six Ben and Jerry's flavors that are on sale right now from best to worst. I know it's number one. What? The Tonight Dough. Yep. This guy knows his ice cream. It's pretty good. <laughs> what about Americone Dream? Well, the Tonight Dough is a Jimmy Fallon's yeah. flavor. And it's the jam. It's it's caramel. It's it's chocolate ice cream, chocolate cookie swirls, and bits of chocolate chip and peanut butter cookie dough. Oh, damn. Right. Which sounds way over the top, but it works. It does work. It really does. It works. What'd you say? Americone Dream. That's number three. Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream. All right, what about a <laughs> half ridiculous. It's vanilla ice cream with a caramel swirl and waffle cone pieces covered in fudge. So what's half the other baked. late night show and what's the ice cream so, named after? Yeah. Half-baked? No. Cherry Garcia. That's my favorite, Cherry Garcia, but yeah. that, that didn't make the top fish five. Food. No, so fish food. Fish food did not make the top I only have the top five and uh, the worst. There, what is the other? Uh, Chunky Monkey. Uh, that's not for me. Chunky Monkey's number two. What about, is there anything with the core? Remember when Ben and Jerry's is doing that core? Oh, yeah. I don't know ah, if they still do that. No, remember you said that those cores were worthless. I, th- I think they're weak sauce. Well, man. Chunky Monkey was the banana ice cream with uh, fudge chunks and walnuts. Number four is the New York Super Fudge Chunk. I don't know what that is. Chocolate ice cream with Probably white and dark cake. fudge chunks, pecans, walnuts, and fudge-covered almonds. Can I go against the, the, the stream here and say that I think these fancy, cutesy... Names and all that maybe is what turns me off. Like I don't want to investigate what's in there, and it's always so you many can't read. things. See, I dig that. No, I, but th- I it's think like, I like there's that. colors like plastered all over it, and it's just this crazy thing. And I like I just want to hear See, what I, it is. I like, and put I it in like the car. walking up and going, oh, this says you know New York chocolate chunk cluster, and then I go, oh, it's got. Fudge covered walnuts, and like I like that. I like the mystery. Yeah, Pe- I peanut don't, butter cup I don't was like number thinking. five. Oh, that's a good one. I don't like thinking when it comes oh, to ice cream. Sounds good though. Peanut butter cup is peanut butter ice cream with peanut butter cups. Oh boy, sounds thick. And their worst, <laughs> their pick for the worst flavor is vanilla toffee bar crunch, which they say tastes quote like your grandma's old timey candy dish in ice cream form. You know what's funny is I've had that one, and it literally just tastes like Werther's. Werther's. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. And I think the reason that it got voted the worst, because it's not a terrible flavor, the reason it got voted the worst is because it's the most boring. Yeah. It is just straight up boring. The other ones are like, exploding sprinkles and hot lava chocolate. This one's like, <laughs> vanilla ice cream and Werther's. Have fun. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. Let's get boring. Ah, that sounds pretty good to me, to be honest with you, but. Getting to that Werther's age. Yeah. <laughs> Better be 40 this year, you know. Still going back. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. <laughs> it's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It is brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, I know, Riz, you were saddened, very, very saddened, and I know, Patrico, we talked about this a bit after the show, that Kylie Jenner was a full $100 million short of being a billionaire. Remember, we talked about this. I was this, very yes. And, uh, well, now you can't help if you want to because uh, somebody has set up a GoFundMe page to get her that last $100 million to make uh, Kylie a legit billionaire because she's scraping by, as we all know. And some people have actually pitched in 
As of right before the show, 24 people have donated so far, and she's got $123 on okay, that GoFundMe good. page. So she's. I mean, she's damn near homeless. A little short, a little short on there, but uh, hopefully we can get her through. 280. Now it's up at 280? Yeah. Damn. Ever since you mentioned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shocking, but uh, you know how Bill Cosby had his uh, he had his birthday celebration yesterday, uh, eighty one, and I know this is going to be trouble to believe in this, but cops were called to his house, just partying too hard, just hitting it, and uh, no, it was because the music was too loud. Believe it or not, it started at seven a.m. and later on that evening, music was still blaring, and it was a five-piece live jazz band that was playing. So somebody called in a noise complaint. Uh, cops came to the property, never actually entered the property, and uh, didn't even make this the band stop playing. <laughs> turned they just turned right. around and left. They said, no, "We don't want any part of this." Mark Wahlberg is a uh, Patriots fan, do or die. I mean, everybody knows he's, he's a, a big Boston fan. guy. Yeah, he's a Boston guy, or is he? According to New York Post, he was uh, spotted at an Atlantic City casino dropping big money on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl, but he also put some bucks with the Eagles as well. So that doesn't mean he's not a fan. I don't know, man. Well, he did he play? He played, wasn't he in a movie where he played a Philadelphia Eagles? Yes. Yes. Football uh, player. The, the walk-on oh, Vince, guy. Uh, pa- is, it, is it Papale? Papale? Right, he was the walk-on that was like the kick returner. Yes. yes. And it was called... Uh, Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. Mm, 06, yes. Invincible. It is right there. Yeah. So he's calling it his his uh, Super Bowl bet a win-win. That's what he thinks. He's going with his heart there. Uh, anybody ever... Did you ever have any um, FaceTime with Gene Simmons by chance? Anybody? No, I Gene Simmons. Anybody ever talk with Gene Simmons in person? No, as a matter of fact, my... Uh, when I was born, my dad was on a, on a business trip. I happened to meet Gene Simmons in the hotel bar. Yeah. And I have a placemat from that bar signed by Gene Simmons. Welcome to the Kiss Army. That's hilarious. Uh, August 17th, 1978. Wow, that is really cool. Well, he is, there's been a lot of members, former members, current members of the band Kiss. Uh, I mean, handful of drummers, handful of guitar players, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the tour that they're about to start and that they're doing, they're saying could be their last ever tour. They've so been lot, saying that in a long time. Right. So a lot of people are saying, <laughs> the band themselves are saying this now, or the, the band members. So a lot of people want the former members this of their the band. This is their 15th final tour. Right. They want the, the former members of the band, like the, you know the original guys, to come out and play with them. Well, Peter, Chris, and Ace Frehley. Yeah, all the other and guys. Gene and and, uh, and Tony and Rob and, and Carl, Carl, Danny, Carl, the engineer it's guy, Danny, Donnie, Michelangelo, uh, Leonardo, Tito, Donatello, uh, Tito, <laughs> Randy, Jermaine, yeah. Guile, Ryu, uh, Marlon, Blanco, Damon, Chun Li, Leonardo, Stephen, e, Alec, E Honda. <laughs> Johnny Cage, Sonia. Uh, they they want everybody else to come up on stage, and they want to do one big long jam. That's what the fans want. And Gene Simmons, being the wet blanket that he is, said, "Yeah, you know, maybe we can make that happen." But the only way the former members can come up on stage and play with them is if they don't wear the face makeup. Gene Simmons, what well, he said, "You haven't been in the band for twenty years, so you don't get to wear the makeup." But come on up on stage and play with me. Okay, bit of a stickler. Uh, so the makeup is sacred. I guess. Man, I remember back in the day when they did a TV interview with them and the camera was like behind them and you could see the side of their face mm-hmm. everywhere. I was just like, oh my God, that's him. Oh my God. 
kind of a dork. And then they took off the makeup, and I was like, oh, boy, put oh, the makeup back on. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Uh, one last uh, thing here, just real quickly. If you're a fan of Evanescence, uh, Amy Lee says that they are about to work on their first studio album since 2011. All right. Crappy birthdays. Patrick Stewart, 78. Cheech is 72. Ken Jeong is 49. Conor McGregor, 30. Forrest Whitaker, 57. And today's Burton birthday, the day he was solo, and technically he still is indie. Harrison Ford, 76 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. Brooklyn Ballantyne, today's birthday girl. She's been stabbed by a dude more times than all the kids at Camp Crystal Lake combined <laughs> in 73 fine films, including Backseat Driver, Hot Bods and Tailpipe, Spin the Booty, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Porno Dan's getting real gross. Brooklyn Ballantyne, 36 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that's your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we're going to take one final break. Then Anthony, that guy right in front of me, hey. tall guy. He's got the real fake results. Sure does. It's round number one in our brand new competition. Remember, the loser has to spend the week with Carl. <laughs> we'll figure out who comes out ahead after week number one. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! Woo! What it is, is what it is. Yeah. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri ha! Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... T- well, before we get out of here, guys... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is creepy. Is that a child mannequin? I want nothing. That's a chanakin. I want nothing to do with that. Oh my! King Scott just walked in with a child mannequin. Wow. I want nothing to do with that. That is. I'm not makeup on. I'll. uh, I'll I'll, I'll take it. What incredible creep brought that over to the studio? You need to light that thing on fire. Is this what Brian brought by? That's what Brian brought by. Oh, Brian! I hate your guts. (laughs) He won this. I'm gonna have a nightmare. He won this at a an auction or something like that. Oh, the creepiest God. auction ever. Yeah. I have never seen an Audi like that on a mannequin. By the way, that is a very disturbing child mannequin. I'm gonna yeah. set that thing on fire. That is gross. Guys, before we get out of here, we have one final thing to do. Eyebrows. Wow. And that's get the real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer Fudds and bouncing Buddhas, sweater stretchers, long protectors, beach umbrellas, frost detectors, Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice, jello molds and high beam lights. Every day I probably use 99 words for booze. All right, yeah, here we go. All right, time for the Real Fake Results, sponsored by... Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so we got Anthony here today with the results in for Donnie. It's week number one of our competition, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for this week. Punishment is spending a week with Carl the Mannequin. Not Carl Jr., because Not- that thing is, you'll get arrested. It's Carletta. <laughs> oh, is that a chick? Yeah. Yeah. It's got a face and everything. It's get out of here. It's got a face. All right. One point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points if you're right. Zero points locked at if you are wrong. So for dramatic purposes, we will go one, three, two for the reveal. One, three, two. 
All right, Patrico, if you want a description of photo number one, please. We have big, giant bazooms straight up in your face, a standard booby mugshot, a nice uh, lacy pink-slash-purplish bra. Everybody has gone real. King Scott, his lock of the week. King Scott's lock of the week for photo number one. We're all real. King Scott locked in. Anthony, photo number one, real or fake? All right, a lot of confidence from the listeners. 78% said they were real. And they're correct. They're indeed real. Yes! Oh, look at two. Listeners are right and real. Hey, king Scott, you are currently Dude, in the lead. Are, <laughs> you are the king of cans right now, Thank king you. Let's Scott. stop. We'll Man. do the rest Monday. Right, king Scott's great. got two points. The rest of us got one. Enjoy it. It doesn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Scott. I'm happy for you. Let it go, buddy. Good day. Uh, by the way, we'll, uh, we'll tell you when King Scott is going to serve his punishment out. From the last competition, I hope next week at some point. Also... The lock-in punishment will be revealed next week as well. The date, the place, all that stuff. All the particulars. And it's going to be a lot of fun, it's by It's going to be great. We have some cool stuff involved with it. All right, photo number three. Photo number three. This right here. Big, giant bazoombas in a in not a bikini. It's a bathing suit. Uh, they're about to bust out of this thing. But I will tell you this. Myself and Jeff have locked it up, and I'm not happy. All right. Yeah, this is dangerous, dude. All real. You're flirting with disaster. Patrico's lock. Jeff's lock. Anthony, photo number three, real or fake? Our listeners are still very confident. 75% said real. And they are indeed real. Oh. Yeah! 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 Wow. yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, jubilation! Wow. Okay. Slap her hand. Good for her. Oh my God. Good for so, you guys. Though. That's good for Three points. <laughs> Jeff's got three points. I've got two. Moon's got two. King Scott's got three points. Oh my gosh. And finally, guys, King Scott is still winning. Photo number two. Photo number two. This is the uh, the tattoos here, or the tattoo. Uh, on her breast assist, she's got R.I.P. Derek. Uh, pink bra with a little bow on it. Some lace there, too. Everybody on these. Also going real. Moon and Riz's lock. Ooby fake. Oh, boy. This is not, not looking good, Moon. Ooby fake. What do you mean? Well, I mean... The other two are real. I know. I think she's wearing the wrong bra size, though, and I think that's uh, that's, that, that's what leaned me real. All right, everybody's she, on real. She's wearing her roommate's bra after a pillow fight. That's what's going on, right? A pillow and tickle fight. Yes. I just think that if she had gone fake, sure. the, the doctor would have said, here's your new bra size. Well, I hope you're right. My lock, Moon's lock, photo number two, Anthony, real or fake? All right, listeners, uh, less confident this time. Golly. 69% Golly. said real, and they are indeed real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo! Hey, guess what, guys? Boom sweep for everybody! Yay! That means we're off Monday! Nope. <laughs> I thought nope. we had... Take tomorrow off. Nope. Yeah. And you know what? The next day, too. Oh, oh my gosh. Sure, right? Very Woo. nice today. Yeah. Who so are you? That just so rests us up for Monday, merciful. after all. I am so nice. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Check that out. Uh, Moon will be at the QT in O'Fall, Missouri, with Mountain Dew Ice from noon to two. Do you have a, an address on that? Uh, yeah, it's a quick trip in O'Fall, Missouri. It's the one Perfect. on Bellevue Creek. Yeah, exactly. You let him. the one time I don't have it in front of me. You asked for an address. You have never asked for an address. <laughs> well, you know what? Somebody had in tweeted us years. going. There's a bunch there's of four, QTs. There's four QTs in the O'Fallon area, so that does make sense. Yeah, totally. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Statistically speaking, yeah. I have it in front of me. Playing the odds. Every time, except for now. 
Uh, all right. Uh, tomorrow and Sunday, Patrico is at the Custom Sounds tent sale on the Rock Road in Bridgeton from noon to two. You got it, man. Savings to be had. Tons. All right. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Rob Kraus one more time from Waterbury, Illinois. Yeah, yeah Rob, Rob Kraus. Yeah, Rob. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.